here, it's here. Come on, come on, just open it already. Yes! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 8 of the Boys With Their Toys podcast, and I am the one who knocks, Nate, and to my left is... Uh, well, Mike, I'm here. To my right is... You're not going to hit me? No, not yet. Chibs. All right, cool. Well, that was pretty smooth. Other than, you know, me hitting Mike, but they, <laughs> he deserves it. Used and abused. You're not going to slap my ass? <laughs> I want you to acknowledge me on a great play. <laughs> slap my ass. All right, anyways, yes, like I just said, this is episode eight. And, you know, we are uh, surprisingly still doing this thing. What do you guys think about that? Um, We're decent. We're getting there. All right. We're well, not great. We haven't made it yet. We're just adequate. Like me in bed. The adequate cast. All right. So, let's start it off by talking about everyone's weeks. So, Justin, yes. how was your week? Ooh, let's see. I didn't do a lot of stuff. Um, this weekend, I was late to work. <laughs> um, oh. I, I think I was speeding like 80 on the street, to Jesus. be honest. Yeah, I had to be at work at like 7 in the morning. I woke up at 6.50. Oh, damn. I'm like, shit. And I, I like ran out the door. And I was going 80 and a 40, and I got there, like, right at 7. So, technically, I was right on time, but for me, like, if I'm not there 15 minutes early, then I'm fucking late. I've done if you're that on before. time, you're late, and if you're early, you're on time. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess the best part of the week was watching Civil War with you guys. Oh, yeah. Balls. if you guys haven't checked out a re- review, definitely check that out. And then, uh, just the start of this week, I was sick like a bitch yesterday. Um, I actually... On Monday, I had to call out. Well, I had to like leave work Damn. early, and then all of Tuesday, I didn't go to work. I was I had like a fever or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I felt so. I got something this, well, when I woke up Monday morning. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I I don't know. I think we all might have caught a bug or something. Oh my god, are I, you guys both pregnant right now? I think we, we synchronized <laughs> our sickness. That's so cute. I was or sick Mike for like got two me days. sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't even hang out until we didn't hang out after the movie. Oh, I mean. Well, I mean, I, I was sick last week, but you guys didn't get fever. I didn't have a fever. I was uh, stuffed up. I felt like I was coming down with strep, but I took a, I took some medicine. And I took an antibiotic, and I was good after the next day. You know what's weird is all the podcasts I listen to, it's like everyone that I listen to, they've all, like, were sick also this week. Oh, that's weird. So it's kind of like, <laughs> like they're contagious over their podcast or yeah, something. podcast bug. <laughs> I think it's just it's the, the change of weather. It's fucking up. That might be it, yeah. But yeah, I had to call out ye- uh, yesterday, so that sucked. Um, that was pretty much it. I'll pass it to Nate. Oh, me. All right. Well, my week, uh, it's all Civil War. That was cool. That was cool. Like I said, if you guys uh, listen to our review, you can hear f- our full thoughts on that and how I felt about it. And I just, you know, I'm kind of in the minority about that. But uh, other than that, uh, what I do? Been playing Ratchet and Clank still. I'm trying to make my way through it. I think I'm almost done with it. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I'm trying to get it finished so I can trade it in to get Uncharted because that came out yesterday. And everyone keeps saying how amazing it is and how like Last of Us is like it's just there. All the blatant like copying of it and it's just. I love Last of Us, so I can't wait to play that. How much do you think you'll get for it when you trade it in? Mm, it was 40 so I'll probably get maybe like 15 to like $17 for it, maybe. Damn, son. But I mean, yeah, I could, I could do that, and then I have 2K, so I could trade 2K in, and then I have a gift card. So, oh, okay. Uh, you got it. Yeah, you know how that goes. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I played Overwatch, the beta, because I was at uh, Chris's house, and he had it up, and he's like, here, play it, and he like, walked away, and I was like, ah, oh, damn it. All right, well, I'll play it. So I liked it. It's pretty fun. Uh, just It's a lot like Team 4-Star. Not Team 4-Star. Team 4-Star. Uh, Team 4-Star. <laughs> Shout out, yeah, shout out Team 4 Star. Uh, but yeah, Team Fortress. Uh, that's a lot like that. It's fun though. It, it sucks because I don't 
I don't like to play objectives, and I don't like to play teammates. I just like to go run and gun. So it's kind of tough when you're trying to do that, and then everyone else is like, well, you're not doing this, you're not supporting, you're not healing, da da da. I'm like, whatever, man, I'm just trying to have fun. But uh, it's pretty cool. If I uh, had internet connection, I would definitely buy it just to fuck around with it. But since I don't, there's no reason for me to get it. And that's... Oh, and then yesterday, I stayed up till like fucking 6 a.m. Because I, I was catching up on Game of Thrones uh, Season 5. I didn't finish it. So I was trying to get that before I started watching Season 6. So Christian, a friend, bought it. And he was like, oh, you can borrow it because he wasn't going to watch it. So I just powered through that. And I watched like five hours straight of it. Jeez. Oh, it's so good, though. Like... The first six episodes are kind of boring, but, like, the last four gets so intense and all the shit happens. I'm like, oh, my God. Do you pay attention to spoilers online, or do you kind uh, of just, like, block yeah. it out of your head? I fucking, I try, but I see it all the time. Damn. Like, well, because everybody knows Jon Snow dies, and that's, like, the biggest one from last one. Uh-huh. So I saw that last year, and I was like, oh, fuck, there goes the season. It's ruined for me. So, like, I knew the entire season that he was going to die at the end, but I was just trying to uh, catch up to see, like, what I missed between that, though. But, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all I did this week. And, yeah, Mike, what about you? Man, you know, now that I'm Turn your phone about... on silent, you inconsiderate prick. My bad. I <laughs> thought I did. I thought I did TBH. Um, but actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, I think I know why I'm sick. Because uh, so you're immune to a bitch. That too. Um, Saturday was free comic book day, so I was uh, surrounded by so many fucking people. And you know how they like to bring their kids, and their kids like to carry germs, and they don't... They don't cover their nose when they sneeze or cough or any of that. Like to wipe their fingers there. So that might have been actually the reason why. Because what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. I'm just <laughs> Nate's eating food. I'm sorry. Right I have a. You can hear. You can hear the rapper. Right, there, I took it out of the rapper. All right, yelling at me about my phone. You lose it. Consider it now. It's just to stay loose. Oh, just stay loose, right? God darn you, Bob. I'm yeah, look at me again. too. Like what I do. What a. It's like, you guys are the only ones fucking up today. I'm scared. I'm next. That's my favorite part from Incredibles. What is this, Rubble? I was just to stay loose. <laughs> Most subtle line ever. All right, Mike, go ahead. Anyways, so, um, yeah, no, that's probably why I got sick thinking about it. Um, but that day, geez, that was, like, one of the most craziest. It was, like, the craziest event uh, that I had to work this year so far. Um, and that was at, my, that was at one job, but... We ran everyone, and their freaking parents came and specifically asked for the free Civil War 2 comic. Oh, yeah. And then they asked for the new, the Captain America one, and then um, a bunch of, like, cosplayers. I was surprised there was a lot of cosplayers there. They find any reason to dress up. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They were there for the Attack on Titan free comic book. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... they come dressed up as uh, soldiers? They came dressed up everything but soldiers. <laughs> this is like a rehearsal for Comic-Con that's coming up. Every, Phoenix Comic-Con. No, seriously, Ooh, that's really funny. what it was. They were practicing, and uh, they, it was it was crazy because like, we had some of the Power Rangers there. We had uh, more cosplayers, a lot of local artists, a lot of local comic book uh, writers. Uh, we had a medieval um, group came too, and they started like doing live battles in front of everyone. Oh, yeah, and, like, was at the con too. Yeah, and so like that was it was a crazy turnout. Like we racked up so much money, and we blew through at least two thousand free comics. Damn. Yeah. Would you say it's getting bigger every single year? Yeah, every single year, more and more people I see are getting involved, which is really really cool. Um, and then I heard from like other shops, like they're like they had a crazy blowout as well. So that was. It was kind of exciting to watch, and then Sunday I think added on to me getting sick because then Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and you know you me and Nate we were working that day and it was hectic. 
It was ridiculous. Both days. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. No, both Mother's Days, it was freaking crazy. But what what got me through the day, and I told Nate about this, I, I had a customer come up to me and say, hey, is today Happy Mother's Day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not was as, he Mexican? No, he was. Well, oh. I mean, he was Mexican, but like you can well, tell his first uh, his first language was English. Well, no, it's because Mother's Day for Mexico is uh, like three days later. No, just the way he said it. The is way it he asked it. Is, today, not, is it Mother's Day? Yeah, not is today Mother's oh, Day. He's like. Doesn't speak English well. No, no, no. You can, like, this dude spoke. His first language is English. You can tell, oh. it, was his, you can tell it was his first language. Oh, fuck him. Yeah, no, because, like, one of, our, one of our coworkers walked by me. I was like, oh, hey, happy Mother's Day. And he looked at me and goes, Oh, bro, he goes, is today Happy Mother's Day? And I was like, for you? <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, maybe if your mom was happy with you, it might be Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> it is what you make it, man. But that made me laugh. But yeah, no, I, me, between me and my sister, we easily dropped around maybe $200 on, our, on my mom this year. Um, yeah, we got like a bunch of crazy gifts. And I know she's going to appreciate it even more um, after she's off couch rest because we got like... Um, a gift card to massage envy for like a whole like two hour session so i know oh, she, yeah i know that she's gonna be happy about that as soon as she finally gets off a of couch rest but um other than that well and then also civil war that i saw with you guys um third time us talking about it but it was really really good definitely if anyone hasn't seen it yet go see it but i've been hearing a lot of people at the comic book store going team cap rather than team iron man which was crazy <laughs> no team because panther what the fuck no actually i heard more team spider-man and team cat than i heard team anyone else and i was like this is this is weird i only talk to people that are panther squad there was one guy who said <laughs> panther <laughs> just like it was me he's like i only talked to black panthers and he goes the actual black panthers are like uh yeah you can't join us and he's like what are you talking about i like black panther <laughs> um and then also I did play the Overwatch beta as well, um, but I'll talk about that in later stuff. Like everything else I have to say I can talk about in later stuff because it's just it'll be more convenient that way. So that was my week. Um, oh, one more, and then I finally finished registering for school, so now I just have to wait for my family, financial aid money to come in, and then I'll be all set for August. So that's pretty much how my week went. Uh, I'm pretty much done. So I'm gonna pass it to back to Nate. Okay, I just want to add something. Uh, speaking of Comic Con, because you said it earlier, we I got approved for media, so we're gonna be there as media, I guess, representing thenerdwork.net. So check it out; it's our friend. He's a nerd website, and they keep you up to date on everything nerd written. My friend Luis, shout out to Luis. Yeah, so he's the reason we're getting in as media. So that's thenerdwork.net. Check it out. But yeah, we'll be at Phoenix Comic Con, walking around and uh, taking pictures and everything. So that's coming up in about a month or so. So if you see us there, whatever, just let us know you're there. We'll say hi to you and all that stuff. And we'll definitely be trying to get some uh, good finds, some uh, good toy hunting. And speaking of good toy hunting, let's get into the good toy hunting segment. Do you like apples? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like apples. Why? I just got a new toy. How do you like them apples? Okay, so I'll start off the good toy hunting because I didn't know good toy hunting and I didn't find anything. I went to like Walmart and Target and I was just looking to see if I can find Civil War shit because I'm like okay the movie's out maybe they'll have it now and I went and there's fucking there was nothing but I mean they had sales on uh, the Black Series figures and they had sales on the Legends figures Toys R Us it was uh, buy one get one 40% off and a lot of the shelves were cleared but they didn't have anything restocked so but hopefully the sale that they had clear shelf room for them to add the new uh, supplies of Black Series and Marvel Legends, so hopefully those come out pretty soon. So yeah, that's pretty much all I did, uh, so I'm going to pass it back to you, Mike. Oh, okay, so um, found the Yellow Ranger. 
uh, which wasn't really too exciting because I just realized how common she was. I just keep pushing it back. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went to Toys R Us. Me and Nate went to Toys R Us. Uh, that uh, I think it was on Saturday night. I think we went. Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night we went. And um, we went to the Toys R Us because you know, heard, we heard about the sale. So we went to go check it out. And, uh, yeah, the shelves were completely wiped. I mean, like, the die-cast helmets, the little figures, anything. Like, if it was Star Wars, it was gone. And so so I was just thinking, like, you know, I'll go see what else is here. And then I saw the Yellow Ranger from the Mighty Morphin movie set. And I just thought to myself, like, oh, shit, this was here the whole time, and I completely forgot to pick it up. And then, like, they had a bunch of them on the shelf, so I, w- I just picked it up. Might as well since I was there. And the, the funny thing is, this week, I didn't even do hunting for me. I did hunting for my mom. Because she's collecting the uh, little emoji pillows that McDonald's gives out. <laughs> oh, McDonald's had them? Yeah, McDonald's oh, had them. Oh, I thought they were just at stores. No, 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 no. There's, you can get them at McDonald's. And there were certain emoji signs that she wanted. So I was going from, like, one McDonald's to another. Oh, damn. And, yeah, you know, just because my mom really wanted them. Like the was, full big-ass pillows? No, 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 no. They're, like, maybe... Just little keychain ones, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, they're, I've like... I've seen the big ones. Yeah, no, they're maybe, like, no more and like... Uh, four to five inch diameter kind of thing like it was or radius i mean um it was yeah they're not very big but um you pick them up at mcdonald's and my mom wanted a certain one and since it was still in that whole mother's day vibe going on so i was like you know what i'll go because while i'm hunting she gave birth to me she gave birth to me i guess i might as well because i really i want a sweet tea they're at mcdonald's why not (laughs) you did it mainly for yourself yeah so you got like 10 sweet teas i no i actually i got i went went to one mcdonald's i got a sweet tea and i got another i went to another mcdonald's like "Mm, i can eat so i picked up some chicken nuggets and then i said i went to another mcdonald's like you know what fries sound good right now so i went to another about a shake (laughs) yeah pretty much i was just like you got a full meal but at every other one you got fries (laughs) burger drink i spent way more than what i should have but i did it anyways and then i finally went to the last mcdonald's and then they finally go Oh yeah, dude, we stopped selling those. <laughs> this entire time this I was is, looking. This entire time I was looking, someone else could have told me if one good soul looked at me and was like, yeah, dude, we stopped selling them. We don't do that anymore. He's like, we got these new toys though. And I, was like, nah, I don't want that. So then um, I left and then I picked up, I mean, I'll, con- I'll count this in my good toy hunting. Uh, I picked up the Target exclusive Deadpool movie uh, DVD, Blu-ray, uh, digital combo which was really cool because uh, I really wanted the st- okay so let me t- talk about this whole steelbook thing I thought it was at Target so I was calling different targets and none of them told us or none of them told me that they had it so one guy goes oh it's at Walmart so I call Walmart not knowing that this dude lied to me and so I call Walmart <laughs> why did you just call me you know I'm the, pro- the expert on all this I don't know man I, 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 I have friends who collected things yeah I know shit I didn't know who to call I th- you know, I actually, when you told me you got your steelbook, I was going to ask you if you could turn around and pick one up for me and I was going to pay you back, but I figured they were gone by then. So I, I was like, told you no anyway. Cause... No, I would have picked it up. Wow. You did? I hate, okay. You told me you were going to go get yours. So <laughs> I I was, you were asking me the week before, like, where's that? And I told you. I know. For some reason why, I thought you said Target. So I went to Target. I called like three different Targets and I had them. So I called a Walmart and the Walmart's like, yeah, we don't even carry it. One lady didn't even know what, it's, what the case was. She's, she passed me to someone else. She's like, I don't know what this guy's asking for. A dead poo steel book? <laughs> yeah. I was, she's like, I don't, I don't know what this is. So then uh, I called a Best Buy and I swear to you, I got like the worst employee ever. Now I know how I feel when I talk to my customers. Because <laughs> you're the worst employee ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't change anything. I'm still going to talk to my customers like that. But um I called Best Buy. I was like, hey, do you have any the Steelbook uh, Deadpool movie cases? And she goes, oh, let me check. Puts me on hold for like five seconds. Gets back up. And she goes, 
yeah no we were all sold out we, we sold out as soon as we opened and i was like oh okay and then right before i ask oh can you look and see if there's any other best buys that have it or can i order one as soon as she heard me say okay she goes all right okay thanks bye and then hangs up and i was like wait i, <laughs> I bet she didn't even look <laughs> no and, and i told her i told the situation to nate and he goes maybe she had it in her hand and just was like no we're all sold out <laughs> sorry man put in her bag <laughs> that bastard so i was like you know what i already told target to hold it for me so i went to target and you know honest i didn't lose because it has a it's a red case and it comes with postcards and i can't wait to send them to you guys whenever i leave out of town <laughs> and by town tucson. i mean yeah like when i leave phoenix i'm gonna go to tucson or tempe <laughs> or mesa and, like, and just mail them to you guys so that's Pretty much how my hunting went this week. Uh, I'm going to pass it over to Justin now. All right. So I guess we'll keep with the Deadpool stuff. I did pick up the Deadpool Steelbook um, at Best Buy. And yeah, these are ones that you kind of you have to be there when Best Buy first opens to guarantee you're going to get your copy. Like, yeah, they might have some later in the day, but it's never guaranteed. And even when I picked mine up, like I was looking for it and there was only like 10 total on the shelf out of the whole store so i'm like god damn it's not like the star wars one the star wars steelbook like they still have them at the fucking best buys they had like a hundred of them i don't know why steelbook galore yeah but the deadpool steelbook it's pretty dope it has the pretty much when you open it all up it has the full deadpool symbol oh nice. so yeah and it's nice uh it is 27 dollars that's the downside to getting steelbooks yeah but i like i I collect them it's what i do i don't feel bad i spent 21 on mine yeah that's all right I'm, i'm willing to pay the little extra but the main thing I got this week was I went to the collector's market. I picked up the Mafex Spider-Man. And this one is the one that comes with the metal wall in the background. He comes with, me- um, what is it called? Magnet arms mm. and magnet feet. So he can stick onto anything, any metal surface. He comes with the fire hose. comes with the hat. comes with the skateboard. Look like a male stripper. And comes <laughs> with the backpack. comes with the cell phone. comes with like 10 different hands. And it's just amazing. I got it all for 45 bucks, and it was a pretty good find. I know it was that cheap because, like, the box wasn't, like, mint condition. Like, I can tell no one opened it, but it's just the outside of the box was pretty beat up. So that was a big find for me. So I was happy to get it. I know Nate's kind of salty that I got it. I told him about this so long ago, and I was like, look, you should get this. And he's like, nah, I don't like it. I didn't say that. Yeah, he did. And what this bitch do, he got it. <laughs> I tell him that I don't buy stuff like that online because there's always a risk that I'm going to get, like, something like a bootleg. So I'd rather see it, see that something like that in the store, so I could actually pick it up then. And it, was, it turned out good for me. You know, I got it for cheaper. Sorry, Nate. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mike had a pretty big toy box, so I'll just go ahead and end it right there. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into some toy news because toys is the reason we got our name for our podcast. You know, eventually we're gonna get an intro for that, and it's gonna be cool. I don't know. I'm kind of liking how you <laughs> change it up every week. Every week I change it up. All right. So uh, yeah. So, on May 16th, if you didn't know, Disney Store is going to be getting a new uh, wave of uh, Elite Series. And the ones they showed right now, I don't know if it's just going to be... Th- these are the only ones, but they might get more. But they've shown so far C-3PO and R2-D2. Ooh. So, yeah. Did you see these, Mike? It's the... I haven't had a chance to see me. I'm just now hearing about it, actually. So, I'm going uh, to probably look it up. It's pretty much like... It's the same... Like, the way you picture it in your head is pretty much the same thing. But the fact that it's die-cast... And these robots are supposed to be made of some type of metal. That's what makes them super dope. And it's just like right when I... Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I picture them to be. Yeah. It's like right when I think I have enough die-cast figures. Like I have a whole fucking shelf of them. 
then more of these ones come out. I'm like, fuck, I gotta make more room to get these because I have to pick them up. They look so fucking dope. Yeah, they look really cool. And then C-3PO has his red arm, which is dope. Uh, I'm just waiting on... Well, I guess technically they already released it with Ray, but I mean, you know, a standalone BB would be nice. That'd be kind of cool. That would be pretty cool. I'm down for that. Yeah, I already have that one. Yeah, that one. That's crazy that it came with all of it. But yeah, so May 16th, which is on a couple days on Monday. We're recording this on Wednesday, so next Monday. By the time you hear this, it should be already in stores. But yeah, Disney is restocking up on Elite Series, so go to the Disney store, check it out, see what they got. Hope you find those at least. Alrighty, and so next bit of news: the Funko Imposters line is to be released starting in July. So this is the pops, right? Yeah, it's all the Batman villains. Like it's a Batman pop, but he's like dressed as all of his villains. So it's Batman as Two Face, Riddler, every single villain. There's like I think like ten of them. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and I'm fucking done with pops, but then I look at this shit and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Gotta get back in it. Every time I think about it, pull me back in. So fucking dope how they have all of them. I definitely like yeah. the, the Riddler, Penguin, Two Face. Like I want to have that one. That's yeah. so fucking dope. Yeah, Dude. I saw the Two Face one. That one looks actually really dope. And I was like, oh, this is sick. What is this? Do you think they'll remake that uh, Joker one that you got in the loot crate? What, oh, what? The, the, the Joker Batman. The Joker Batman. Oh, that might be one day like announced later. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. that one actually might be kind of cool. Yeah, there's a Poison Ivy one. There's a Scarecrow one that looks pretty dope. Yeah, too. I was like, that's the only one I think I would ever want. There's the Harley Quinn, though. Yeah, Harley <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Batman cross-dressing. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. so if you if you still collect pops, which uh, a lot of people do because they're super cheap and they're nice little gift thingies, uh, yeah, Funko Imposters starting in July. So yeah, pretty much just Batman dressed as all his villains. Be on the lookout for those because I'm sure they're going to start flying off the shelves. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Starting in July, do you think it's going to be at SDCC? Like a couple of them? Maybe, yeah. That'd be a good place to get, like, the first few. Yeah, but yeah, if you're into, like, Pops at All or Batman, check them out. Funko Imposters coming out in July. Give it a look-see. See what you like. And yeah, that's it for that part of the news. But also, moving away from that, Disney Infinity has decided to cancel their games. Surprisingly. Yeah, so this means for all you people who collect Disney Infinity figures... Sales. Go now. Run to the store. Did you hear about they're the, all gone. Did you hear about the two more expansions that they're gonna do before it's like entirely canceled? I did not. Yeah, they're gonna do the what's the next Disney movie coming out? I know they're gonna do the, that, and then the last one's supposed to be the um, oh, excuse me, the uh, Finding Dory. Once Finding Dory oh, comes out, okay. they're gonna make that for Disney Infinity, and then they're gonna be done. Yeah, but they're pretty much all the figures are already being discounted, from what I hear. Yeah, and they're only gonna get cheaper in stores, and they're only gonna go up higher in the aft secondary market. So if there's a character that you're looking to get, definitely go out and get it now for like a little bit cheaper price. Because if you try to get it later, it's gonna be marked up to shit when someone else is trying to sell it to you. Um, I'm looking to get the black suit Spider-Man. That's the main one that I want to pick up. Um, I don't see any other ones. Do you guys, is there any uh, ones you guys are looking at? I want to get the Vader and the Kylo. Those look sick. And the Poe. Pretty much all the Star Wars ones. But yeah, they're, they're really nice to photo. Even if you don't play the game, they're nice little set pieces to like have in your room just on your shelves or whatever. And yeah, if you look at like some people who photograph them, they, they photograph really nicely. Especially because they look so cartoony and stuff. But yeah, so if you're listening to this right now, stop listening. Go to Target and, and uh, check on the prices. Because I saw today, they're, uh, some of them were $9. And they normally retail around like $16. Yeah. So that's already quite a bit of a price drop. So, I mean, they're going to start clearing them out re- uh, relatively soon. Now, do you think that they're canceling this because of Disney or because of Nintendo? Um, they... I, oh, the Amiibos? No, well, no. They actually they talked about it in an interview that... um. 
that Disney they just decided to to cancel it. They they were selling really well. They were coming out with expansions. It was doing great. People were loving the game. There was no negativity drawn toward it. They just stopped. From what I read, I heard they were losing money because of it. Well, that too because I there was there like, <laughs> you just contradicted yourself. <laughs> I know I contradicted myself, but like they were saying, like people were playing the game and the people were still buying. But the, one of the reasons why they were losing money was because they were um, not shipping everything equally, and that's where they kind of messed up. Even though people were buying it, people were buying it and then flipping it, and then they were like, and then since there was kind of a shortage and things were scarce everywhere, that's where they messed up. I just think that nobody likes the Wii U anymore. I think that's why that's hurting them. So they're just like, they're just like, bug it, let's start over something new. So they're just gonna license their properties out now to have other studios make their shit. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, bad news for them, but good news for you if you're collecting them. So yeah, let's go out and get those. Alrighty, so uh, DC, uh, I don't know where, where was that, but they gave a closer look at the Icons figures that are coming out starting in June, I believe. But yeah, so like earlier when it was announced, like they had the Batgirl in her new suit with her motorcycle, and now there's like the Batman, the new uh, Gordon one with the robot suit and everything. So yeah, they gave a closer look at it and all the stuff that comes with it. So there's gonna be like mm-hmm. an extra set of head for the uh, for the Batgirl one, a couple of hand oh, nice. switch outs. The Gordon one is that Icons or is that DC Collectibles? It's Icons, I believe. Um, no, it? that's DC Collectibles. The Gordon it looks like. I could be wrong. I'm probably. I don't wrong. know. Maybe, but yeah, it's a, just a Capullo the one. So it's part of the Capullo line. So if maybe it's, it's the Capullo line. It is um, DC Collectibles, which is like more seven inch as opposed to Icons, which are really nice, but they're like more five and a half quarter inch. Yeah, um, the one you're showing me right now, the DC. That's DC Collectibles for the Great Capu- uh, Great Capullo. Yeah, but like it looks really cool because like his robot suit and he actually like goes in it and he can come out of it with during his uh, bat suit. And it has a hand switch house too on the bat suit, which I'm really excited for. Uh, it's retailing at fifty, so when it comes out, it's going to be at fifty. And then, like I said, the Batgirl one that's going to retail at sixty, I believe, when it comes out. And but yeah, Ooh. yeah, sixty. And then uh, I don't know, but yeah, they just announced a bunch of new Wonder Woman. She's coming with the from the movie Baby Soups. And yeah, so it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be with her uh, from the movie Gal Gadot. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. And that's going to retail at forty five. <laughs> Oh, they're so expensive. How much money? <laughs> Same thing. B- uh, DC Films, Lex Luthor from Batman vs Superman. I don't know why anybody would want that one. That looks horrible. <laughs> He's wearing the white jacket. <laughs> wow. That looks really bad. It's uh, forty-five as well. White on white with white shoes. Come on. Yeah, it looks really bad. But uh, yeah, so I don't know where it's from, but just DC showed a bunch of their figures that are coming out starting in June, I believe. But yeah, so a lot of the Icons ones look really cool, and then just the DC Collectibles ones looks really dope too. So be on the lookout for those. And sticking with DC stuff, did you see the new Kotobukiya statue for the animated series Batman? Yes, I did. I have not. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, it's really cool. It looks really good. It looks just exactly like from the fucking from the animated series. Did you see the the head switch outs for him? No, I didn't see that. It's so funny. It has like a sad Batman, like he's frowning, and then there's like a hand switch out with a thumbs up. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, I think I saw that in a Diamond Preview. I need to look at it because I, well, I remember going through a Diamond Preview at the shop and I was seeing new statues coming. Yeah, okay, no, I did see that one. I saw it in a preview. I thought it looked pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, Kotobukiya again with their statues. They're making them. And I guess, yeah, these switch outs should add to it. Killing. Yeah, so it looks really cool. So like, if you're really into the Bruce Tim, the animated series Batman, be on the lookout for that coming out relatively soon. It's going to retail at 50 Alrighty, and so to end a bit of toy news, uh, Marvel released the uh, Civil War Wave 3 line. Did you guys see these ones? Nah. 
it was a, I think it was like a leak or something. I don't know, but it's showing you that the Marvel Legends coming out Wave Three for Civil War. It's gonna have a uh, Tigra. It's gonna have Iron Skull. It's gonna have Captain America from uh, Civil War, another one or whatever. Captain Britain and Crossbones. Oh, and also Scarlet Witch. I like the Crossbones. Yeah, I think I'm, the only ones I would want to get is uh, Crossbones and uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know what the build a figure on that one is. It's, but uh, yeah, so they just released it. Oh, and King Cobra too. So, eh. don't know when it ships. This is 2016. So yeah, be on the lookout for those. Even though we're still on the lookout for the first uh, Civil War ones with Cap uh, and Black Panther. I know, and all over here so, waiting for Wave One. This time, um, already working on Wave Three. Yeah, yeah. on our rate, we're gonna get 2017. Yeah, I don't know why it's so slow to get here. But yeah, so that's it for the toy news, and let's get into our next segment: the featured photographer. Let's get started. Yes, beautiful feeling it. Let's get some smiles. It's all in here. That's it. Yes. All right. So this week I brought the feature photographer, and you know that means it's gonna be some fire, straight up. And this week's feature photographer is on Instagram at yogiist underscore. So that's on Instagram. Pull out your phone so you guys can search it up on the gram with us. It's at yogiist. Y o g i e s t underscore. You guys find him? Yeah. I got him in my phone. So, yeah. Uh, I came across him the other day. I think it was just through Epic Toy Art or something like that. Some hashtag like that. But, yeah, once right when you look at it, you see a lot of, uh, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff, which I saw grab my eye uh, originally because uh, it's really hard to see these, uh, like, the NECA figures, like the horror series. A lot of people, when they uh, take pictures of them, I haven't seen anyone take really good pictures of them. And this is, like, the first time I saw, like, really uh, dope pictures from the NECA line and how, like, he brings out the horror in them, especially his locations and everything. Uh, you guys looking at him right now, what do you think? I I definitely appreciate how pretty much all of his shots are, all, well, not saying all of them, but a majority of them are all action shots where it's someone either punching somebody or knocking the fuck out of someone, like, kicking them. And that's re- that's a really tough thing to do. Um, just, like, having like a figure fly in the air. Like, there's probably... I don't know if it's done practically or if there's... He has some sort of visual effects helping him out. But it, it just definitely looks seamless and um, it looks really impressive. Yeah, Mike, what do you think? Uh, you guys are looking at the action one. I'm actually enjoying the humor side of his photography behind it. Like, you see the Stormtrooper with a Heineken playing the guitar. Yeah. Or it looks like where you see Spider-Man with the GoPro uh, skateboarding or the Stormtrooper skateboarding. The Stormtrooper pushing fucking Darth Vader in a wheelchair. Um, I'm appreciating that um, a lot more than the action side. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, the action side looks cool. I like the whole him with Leatherface and Bruce Lee. But um, just seeing the humor side of him is hilarious. Uh... Or like you see, the stormtrooper is kicking up, like like he's breaking a, a rock. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just think that's like one of the funniest things. And then um, if you go down a little bit more, you see him with uh, Spider Man and Deadpool interacting with each other. Where you see Spider Man on a skateboard, you see uh, Deadpool and Spider Man taking selfies together, looking like they're on vacation and just enjoying life. As much as I, I'm enjoying it more than I'm enjoying. <laughs> Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm like lost for words right now. Mike's like, trying to put it nicely. I don't like the action. <laughs> I like the humor better. <laughs> I, I, I love the humor. It's just, it's great. And then, um, this is probably my favorite action shot where the stormtroopers are, like... Laying out. Yeah. Like fucking Johnny Wu style. Yeah, and just shooting everything. Um, my favorite shot is definitely Leatherface with uh, Bruce Lee, his uh, SH figure. It's Bruce Lee with his face changed, and he has tape on his mouth, and he's tied up, and the cleaver's about to, like, go on him, and the blood stain on the, on the apron. That's, like, my favorite shot. It looks like it just tells the story and everything, and the way he mixes the two figures... 
uh, to tell a story. I said it looks really sick. This but. is completely unrelated, but he has a picture of him, a snake in his mouth. Yeah, actually, him holding this <laughs> yeah. guy is feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His definitely mixture of just him, like his personal life and his toy photography, which is kind of cool because like most toy photographers don't ever show like their faces or who they are. See him, you know, showing these. But yeah, a lot of his stuff, and I see he shoots on a Fujifilm, which is sick because it makes me want to get a Fujifilm camera because the way the quality pictures come out looks super nice. But yeah, I really like the um, like the ad shots, and then his locations that he uses, and the way he uses his figures and poses them, and tells a story through his photography, I really appreciate. He has a picture of Spider-Man throwing up a little Lego Spider-Man in the air. <laughs> that looks like he's throwing him, and he's not going to fucking catch him. He's just throwing him, <laughs> throwing him away. <laughs> yeah. He's really good, yes. And you see, he's been featured on, like, top toy photos and, like, epic toy art and everything. So he's, like, he's definitely making a name. He has uh, 3,300 followers. So, yeah, he's uh, definitely making a name for himself and the way he's telling his story through his uh, photography. And I appreciate it, so that's why I chose to feature him this week. So, like I said, if you're on Instagram right now, go give him a shout-out. Not a shout-out, but go, like, uh, show him some love. Go like his pictures and, like, comment on it, everything. And, like I said, he's on Instagram at Yogiist. So, like, Yogi the Bear est underscore so yeah go let him know that you like his pictures and that you know we think he's cool and everything and if you're listening yogi you have some dope figures sir all righty so moving into the next segment let's get into the trailer park yeah i got a couple of trailers i can show them to you now but it's gonna cost you one blow job okay so Let's talk about some trailers. Let's get into the first one that we saw this week, which was Yoga Hosers. What did y'all think? Kevin Smith's daughter. Hot. She's young. Hot. <laughs> That's so bad. And uh, also, it's uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, too, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so Johnny Depp's daughter and uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. This movie's been in works for a really long time, and I think it was first, first like pitched as Clerks like 4 or something like that. I remember uh, when it first came out, like, the way they were showing it and talking about it, which is kind of cool, though. Yeah, it's cool to see the Johnny Depp's daughter acting and Kevin Smith's daughter acting, and I believe he's directing it, too, right? Um, yeah, and her name's Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, yeah he, he named, named her, her after Harley That's Quinn. so dope. <laughs> yeah, super cool. Um, I, I don't know, I think I need to see, like, maybe another trailer or two to see, because, I don't know, I've, like, this, seeing this was kind of unexpected like you said you see we heard about it a while ago and then it kind of disappeared and then brought back up so i think i need to see a little bit more i'm not knocking out or anything i just i'm not convinced yet but it is interesting to see their daughters working together and then them kind of like their dad's directing it so it seems it seems like it'll be good i am just not sold on it yet yeah definitely need to see more it's kind of it seems like it's all over the place and it's like a, a yoga guy, Justin Long plays yeah, a yoga guy. At first I thought it was a chick flick, and then I saw it was a comedy. And then once I saw that it was their daughter, I was like, oh shit, okay, now this makes sense. But I'm not I'm not entirely so, um, sold on it yet. Would you be sold if I told you that Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith are also in the movie? Yeah, wasn't uh, Johnny Depp the old dude in it, in makeup? I think that was him. Uh, probably, yeah. I, I, I recognized the voice. It sounded kind of like his Black Mask voice a little bit. I, I'm pretty sure it was him. I could be wrong, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, so like, yeah, it looks like it's like I don't know, typical Kevin Smith movie. But I mean, it's Kevin Smith movie, so I think you it, expect to laugh and like get some cult following. I think it premiered at Sundance or something like that, and I think it didn't do that well. I think a lot of people trashed it. I think that's what the way it goes with Kevin Smith's movies nowadays. Not a lot of people like him, and he always says, "Well, I'm just doing movies for me now." 
which uh, I don't agree with that. I think if you're going to make a movie, it should be a little bit for other people. Like, if you want to make a movie just for you, you know, just make it just for you and just show it to your friends. But you don't have to release it, you know what I mean? But, I mean, why not release it when you can make money off of it? Well, then he shouldn't say that, he, that the movie's just for him, then. He oh, it is? It is for him. No, I, don't, I just don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Justin on that. I mean, if Yeah. You, yeah, high five. Oh. Fuck Nate. All right, well, if you motherfuckers ever see Cat Smith, I expect <laughs> you not to shake his hand. Don't act fake in front of him. You bitches. Hey, I'm the only one that listens to his podcast. That's not true. I listen to it, too. Anyways, so that's, yeah, Yoga Hosers. Go check the trailer out. Go see Kevin Smith and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter be uh, Yoga Hosers, I guess. Whatever that is. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. So the next trailer that we want to talk about is the Voltron trailer. So we talked about it last week. Uh, the Voltron uh, Netflix series coming in June. They finally released a trailer, and it looks fucking dope. What did y'all think? I like the animation. Really? I didn't. I didn't like the. I thought it looked too. Well, you don't watch anime, so it's, I yeah, expect you to yeah. like it. So I'm in the minority here. I know. I just it wasn't for me, and I I thought the animation looked kind of childish, too much for me. Well, the animation looked very similar to Avatar's animation. Uh, not last Amber. Uh, yeah. Well, when I first when I first initially watching, I seen the like their smiles and the way like the mouth is, and then kind of seeing like how they. Are kind of just drawn in general. It first, I uh, it reminded me of Avatar, but then when as the trailer kept going, I started to see a difference. But um, I think that's what kind of drew me initially into the trailer. And then after watching it even more, and then seeing like how they're getting uh, or how they found Voltron, how they're getting the lions, and then like everything else into it, it definitely made me want to watch it. Because uh, one, you know, nostalgia. Who doesn't like that? And then two. It just seemed um, something that would be enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty much it looks like the old animation. That's what I liked about it. It looks just like '90s animation, but like just more stylized now because they have better animators. That's what I thought, liked about it. Is that it kept kind of the same structure and animation, but just like I said, it, they revamped it and made it a little bit more uh, made it pop a little bit more. But it's gonna be cool to see uh, something like this that's so like revered as like oh yeah like this is my childhood on Netflix now. I mean, they were kind of already doing it with a couple other shows, like, uh, what was it? I think DuckTales or something like that that's coming back? Something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, but it's cool to see, like, them finally starting to do it, and it looks like they're going to nail it. It looks pretty uh, pretty good. So I'm definitely going to binge it, because all the episodes come out in June 10th, I believe, or June 3rd, something like that. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, be on the lookout for that coming in June. So speaking of June and Netflix, let's talk about the Orange is the New Black Season 4 trailer. Justin, you watched this one, and it was an animation, so what'd you think? <laughs> it was amazing. I just I just can't wait to see where the story goes. Like, I'm, what, How does season three end? They were all... I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, it's been about a year, so I'm pretty sure people... We, I think we can spoil it, or maybe a little bit. No, I don't, I don't think I have to spoil it. I just know that this looks amazing, looks funny as hell, and I just want to see what shit goes down. I want to see who's going to fucking die. I didn't see Alex in the trailer, did you? Yeah, that was the biggest thing. That's Well, spoilers, that's how kind of the last one ends, is her like in the cabin with that one dude, or one girl or something like that. It's like she's about to get killed, so oh. we don't know if she gets killed or not. I oh, think yeah. They're probably just hiding her. I think they're trying to make people think that she died, but I think she's probably still, still alive. Yeah. I mean, uh, you said it looks funnier. I think it looks a, lo- a lot more dramatic, like the tension that has been building up over the past couple of years. That's what the trailer's yeah. all about, is the, the tension... It looks like it's all going to boil over and it's going to just like look fucking bad. And yeah, like I said, it looks very dramatic. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I'm waiting to see who get, whose ass gets beat. Like, watching the entire trailer, at first I was like, okay, you know, they're 
little more civilized now and then once they brought in the new people and then it looked like a civil war was gonna break out and i was like oh someone's gonna get their ass beat who is it who is it so that's what i'm excited for piper looks like everyone fucking hates piper. well the way that it ended off with her throwing everyone under the bus and shit yep oh yeah and then they, they were three. like in the fucking the the river at the end too when they broke out for a little bit and they're at the, the watering hole yeah. yeah that looks pretty cool but yeah uh Pusay, my favorite character she looks like she's gonna have a big role this time especially with her uh love for soso they're gonna have a little triangle and uh yeah then crazy eyes she was on like a, a hospital but it looks like she was giving birth that's what i thought that's what, what? i think it looks oh, like I didn't, uh, I didn't notice that oh yeah she was like in a hospital bed and like she's like who reaching would, her arm out who the hell would knock up crazy eyes that's what i'm thinking like oh that's crazy like what what happens was she yeah i was thinking like is she raped or does something happen that we don't know of or maybe she got her ass beat yeah well she looks or fine. sick yeah i don't know what it could be but yeah like I said, it looks a lot more dramatic. I don't know what where they're possibly going with it or what, what they're thinking, the writers at all. But yeah, uh, my favorite part, though, was that Ruby Rose is not in this season because I can't stand <laughs> Ruby Rose. Why? Because I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but I just can't stand her. Oh, wow, Ruby. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it looks like we're getting a lot more different characters, like especially the way season three ended, where they're pretty much like doubling the size of the prison. They're having, they're like making bunk beds for all the other inmates to come in, well, and they're also getting a bunch of new officers. So I'm excited to see some new characters that we could like fall in love with. So that way, like we still have our old ones that we can latch onto, but we have some new ones that we can get invested into. Yeah. What was the number count they said in the trailer? Like 120 something. Oh, I don't know. Something. It was up there. It was Lots. in the triple digits. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. Weren't they? I think they were already gonna bring new people in at like the end of last season too. They were talking about it because another prison burned down or something like that i think hmm? i don't remember i think yeah something like that where like a prison the other prison that they had him in oh yeah yeah true yeah yeah so they were already talking about it so now you get to see that them getting incorporated finally which is whatever i don't i hate when they bring new characters into shows because i'm like oh i'm not gonna fucking get used to you but yeah whatever i mean it looks cool so like we said in june on netflix be on the lookout for that as well it's probably gonna be fucking amazing because be an exciting summer yeah. All of June, just stay in your house and yeah, don't leave. Binge all month long. <laughs> oh, wait, don't a couple of movies come out in June? Oh, um, movies come out all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, when does... Uh... No, never mind. I'm thinking of a different month. We're good. Yeah, cool. June, stay home. All right, anyways, so, speaking of not June, uh, September. What comes out in September? Assassin's Creed. And we just got the Assassin's Creed trailer today. What did y'all think about this? Ooh. I didn't even watch it. Um, not because I don't like Assassin's Creed or anything, but it just, it didn't really catch my attention. I saw it and I was like, meh, I'll, I'll see it when I see it. Man, this looks horrible, dude. And just Kanye in the middle of it, it just threw me the fuck out of the trailer. I didn't like it at all. To be fair, I don't like the games, so it just all looked bad to me. I they, think that's why. I'm just too, I'm too glued to the games and I just want to keep it that way. And I know video game movies never do well, so I don't want this to be ruined for me. Yeah, it just doesn't look like it's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Kanye, I mean, I love Kanye, but just that the song choice is weird. I don't think it fit with it, so I don't know what the direction was with that. But uh, the trailer, I mean, it doesn't look bad. It looks like Assassin's Creed, but on screen. So I don't know why y'all tripping forward. I don't like the suit. The suit looks weird. It just looks like his suit, just black. Nah. You don't know. You don't play the games. You just I've seen it. I've seen the game. I don't play it. I've seen, seen it. it. I've seen it. All you need to know I've is he has it. his hood and he has his hidden blaze, and that's all you fucking need for an Assassin's Creed movie. So that was cool. And they showed you're uh, not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> they showed uh, Abstergo too, like in the very beginning, showing I'm like, oh, we're here to look at your memories because we want your memories. So that's kind of cool. But uh, I'm excited to see. Like, it probably won't be amazing, but Michael Fassbender, he's he's good. So I I trust that he'll 
take the role. I don't even know if he's playing Altair or like Desmond in this, but it looks cool. I'm more excited to see the Templars because I'm really interested in the Templars and like how it's like a secret society and it's like kind of like fucking everyone's a Templar. You don't know who's who. Is who. Assassins, yeah. yeah, you don't know who's who. I'm excited to see their storyline and their part of it. But uh, yeah, that comes out in September in the trailer. It was all right. I mean, y'all don't like it, but fuck y'all. So who cares? I, I know I'm gonna end up watching it. I mean, if it turns out to be good, then you know I'll. I'll admit it. I'll eat my words. I'll even say it on the podcast. Like, oh, I was wrong. But, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to hold my breath on it or anything. I'm not going to be hyped for it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a game movie. And game movies, like we said, just traditionally are not well received. So this one probably won't be any different. But if it is, that's cool. So, yeah. Be on the lookout for that. All right. So let's get into the next segment, the geek news. This just in. Important geek shit is happening right now. All right. So... The day after we recorded our last episode, we got some cool news, which I was excited for. Uh, the Power Rangers costumes got uh, revealed. <laughs> what did you guys think of the Power Rangers costumes? Honestly, at first, I when I first saw it, I wasn't too happy about it. But then I looked at it again, and then I actually like looked at it. I I like them. I I love them. I think they <laughs> like silver. I like them. I like them. No, they they look they look badass. And I honestly, after seeing Rita's suit and then seeing their suit, it fits with the theme. And I think you're. Uh, I think it was your theory. It, it's um, going to be very uh, space yeah. heavy, and that's where it's going to take place. And looking at it, I, I I'm leaning towards it, and I'm 100% on board. I saw their suits. I love it. I'm actually digging the Blue Ranger suit a little bit more than the Black Rangers. <laughs> it's the same suit, just different color. No, no, no. Those look different. You look at the helmets. Eh, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Look. No, it, it looks badass. So I'm I'm happy. I am more more excited to watch the movie than I was before. I'm kind of in the same boat with Mike. When I first saw it, it was kind of, eh, this Iron Man. But, the, like, I've had a week to think about it and look at them over and over again. And they look okay. I'm not I'm not loving them. I'm not hating them. It's just like, it looks, it looks like it's going to be good and it'll fit what's in the movie. And I'm just holding out that we're going to get some, like, ninja suits like we did in the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Where, like, they had their, like, cloth suits. Oh, they had to get new um, spirit animals and everything. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I hope that we get a little bit of something like that. I just hope there's multiple suits and there's probably, like, an evolution. And maybe, like, these Iron Man suits will be, like, towards the very end. I also saw a little concept thing of all their, like... um, Machines getting together, what are they called Dinobots or whatever. What? The Zords. Zord? Yeah, they're Zords. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if it's I don't know if it's fake or not, but it looked pretty cool. It was like a big ty- uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it looked pretty badass. It might be fake, but from what I saw, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I really like them. When I first saw them, straight away I was like, "These are dope. I like them," because it looks very similar to Rita's suit, and that shows more of like the the connection between Rita and the, and the Rangers, and like how how they're gonna be interconnected in the movie. The only thing that, that fucking sucks is that there's no high-quality pictures of them yet. It's all kind of blurry. Like, every picture I've seen is, like, a little bit blurry, so you can't really see everything. And it was on Entertainment, I believe, magazine. Yeah, builds the suspense. I kind of like it, though. It's cool, whatever. But, yeah, the Red Ranger looks sick. He looks the most like Iron Man, but he's dope. But, yeah, I really like the suits because it, it fits the theme of, like, kind of, like, modern uh, Power Rangers. And the suits look like they have, like, actual use for them because they're kind of they're armored. So, I mean, when you're out there battling fucking putties... You need some armor. You can't be taking hits like that. So it's cool to see them have like some utility to them and not just be like fucking just suits that take the, damage. Am I the only one anticipating Zordon's reveal? Oh yeah, Zordon's gonna look sick. 
maybe he I'm, might look I'm hoping fun. I, I saw a picture of um, Robert Downey Jr. in the fucking Zordon thing his face because <laughs> be they all look like uh, to Iron Man yeah that's what <laughs> that'd be say. perfect no honestly would you want Zordon to be a giant dome again or would, would you actually want him to have a body a chest <laughs> be a person well I mean I think he kind of needs to be the fucking body I'm still thinking sticking with my damn my my fanfic he's gonna be giving them the powers and he just he got better in because he gave them the powers of being Power Rangers that's my theory that's your theory stick it to it alright but I, I don't really care about Zordon that's whatever what <laughs> he's whatever my, ma- my main thing it was seeing the suits and I saw the suits those are dope and now I want to see the morphers and see how the morphers look oh those are gonna they, they, get, they have to look sick they have to that or Alpha 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 Alpha? Yeah, the Alpha Alpha. Or his name is just Alpha. I'm thinking Alpha Alpha. Alpha. I'm thinking Alpha Alpha from fucking um, Little Little Rascals, but just Alpha. His name is just Alpha. I'm fucking, I got my (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I want him. I really want him to come back too. Like, I have this whole, like, nostalgic fan fiction going on in my head that I can just, I can spend a whole podcast talking about it, but I'm not going to get into that. But there's a lot of things I want to come back. Yeah, this is just, it had a lot of mixed reviews, but I think a lot of people are starting to come around to it because it's kind of like, oh, well, you know what, respect the past and embrace the future because this is what it's going to look like. So yeah, those are really exciting. So, moving away from Power Rangers, let's talk about some Star Wars. We officially got our young Han Solo in Alden Ehrenrich. I think that's how you say it. I'm going to say it like that. Ehrenrich. So yeah, he was from, his biggest movie was Hail Caesar and he played Hobie. And I think I'm the only one here who saw Hell Caesar. Well, I thought Mike saw it with you. No. Yeah. So he lied. Well, Nate actually lied. Yeah, I, I went along with Mike it. just went in. And I, w- I went along with it. I was like, you know what? Fine, why not? I caught you guys both in a lie. Anyway, so I'm the only one who saw Hell Caesar because these bitches didn't want to go see it with me because they're bitches. And I think I had to work early the next day. No, you just didn't want to go. Probably. And I saw it. Anyways, so yeah, he plays Hobie, so I'm the only one who is familiar with his work. So yeah, I have an edge on you guys. And let me say... He did pretty fucking dope. He he played like a southern like cowboy movie star, and he was like he had the very thick like southern accent, and he ends up getting mixed onto a set of like a fancy movie, and they're like, oh, we can't make this guy work in a fancy movie because he's so country, like he can't do it. And it's just it's a funny like the really funny scene in Hail Caesar where he's like trying to get his lines right. But yeah, other than that, like he his role in it, he played kind of like like I said the cowboy movie star, and he played kind of like a a young heartthrob and he played that role really well and he ends up like kind of stealing the movie towards like the end of the movie and uh yeah i'm excited to see him play young han solo because i think he can he's really gonna kill it yeah he he looks looks enough like harrison ford um how old does he is he he Uh, like in real life 20 or something or 30 something uh he's probably like 30 something i would assume movie so movie age that's like 18, 19? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, he, he's 26. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so he's going to be 20 in, in the movie. They'll get some long, longevity out of him mm-hmm. he's 26. And the best part is, he's American. He's not a British guy. Oh, oh so no more score for us. <laughs> Take that, uh, UK. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he was uh, he was born in Los Angeles. But yeah, he played Hobie Doyle in Hell Caesar. So yeah, I think he's just he's going to do really well in the role, and he's going to just play the role of like a, a smart-talking fucking adventurer really well what do you think it's gonna be about young han solo it's gonna be about who shot first a whole movie <laughs> <laughs> no i honestly th- i think it's gonna be lead up to how we got into the mix with uh job of the hut yeah but it hit pizza the hut pizza the hut disgusting you know as a kid when i first saw pizza the hut that made me throw up like i was like disgusted by it i was like this is so disgusting did you not want to eat pizza at i all? didn't i was like this is so gross <laughs> 
my dad was laughing at me the entire time. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just gonna be him uh, running in and meeting Chewbacca. I don't know when he meets Chewbacca. Uh, sorry, all you Star Wars fans out there who really know, but I think that's what it's just gonna be him. And like, what kind of got him into the whole being a young like fucking guy? That would <laughs> be funny if Chewbacca. Smuggler, hated there him. you go. <laughs> Chewbacca, yeah, that, that might be funny. It could be a buddy cop film. <laughs> that be beautiful. <laughs> could you imagine a young, uh, young Chewbacca, Chewbacca and then? <laughs> them running oh no he can't really run into anybody who was like jedi because they you know you hear about that uh lobaka the the jedi wookie oh yeah <laughs> let me see if he was in there but he, he the would like yeah yeah he wouldn't run into him because he didn't know anything about jedis or anything as a child i don't think unless they touch on that because you know how that they were saying like the theory that he might be like force sensitive or something like that yeah that might be cool he could run run into lando oh yeah that'd be kind of cool too oh because they do have because oh they could show like him winning the the uh, Falcon on a, in a poker game. Oh yeah, that'd be because that's that, how yeah. he got it, didn't he? Yeah. Like in a poker game or something like that. They bet it, yeah. but that'd be cool. Yeah, I think it's gonna look. It's gonna. It's gonna be a fun film, and I. I'm not worried about the casting at all. Uh, I don't really think anyone was kind of worried about this either. I mean, there was other actors that they wanted to play him, but I feel like everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. The it, one that threw me for a loop was fucking Miles Teller. I'm like, really? Yeah. I mean, I think he would have been cool to play him. He's he plays the very like smart talking, sarcastic asshole. That's pretty much what Han is. Yeah, uh, I guess I just couldn't. I couldn't see it. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your your young Han. Your young Han. Your young Han Solo. Everyone. So sticking with Star Wars, Tom Hardy has been cast in Star Wars Episode Eight. Really? Mystery role. Uh, oh, well, it's not mystery because you know Tom Hardy. What he's been known to play. He'll be a fucking bad guy. He's gonna be a bad He'll guy. Break some fucking <laughs> bad. Oh, what if he's gonna fight it, man? Oh, that'd be sick. No, oh. he's in, no, he's in Star Wars Episode Eight. He's not in Rogue One. Well, I know, but you know, they could Mon bring could, like a really old ass fucking Donnie Yen. An old, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, you know what suck if they put him in like a fucking Gwendolyn Christie role where he plays like he has a dope costume but he has does nothing at all. That would make me fucking pissed. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Phasma to. Oh, I'd be, I'd be pissed. But I mean, yeah, he. Hopefully, he plays someone who's like kind of a minor, like a more major character than a minor because. He, he's, he's just too good of an actor but I always find that he does better when he's a supporting role than he does as a main role what so, if they throw you for a loop and he's actually he's gonna be a Jedi in this one I don't I don't think they would strong ass big ass buff Jedi Ray's dead hmm. but his lightsaber's like a dagger that's all he needs <laughs> I just know whatever it's gonna be it's gonna be dope and I wouldn't mind actually seeing him as a good guy like he was a good guy in Inception yeah like he plays a good good guy but I think he plays a bad guy way better when I um, said the lightsaber dagger, did you guys ever watch the uh, Star or the Family Guy Star Wars special where he has a a lightsaber cheese cutter? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I just <laughs> pictured it. <laughs> just that. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what he's gonna be. I think I saw an article saying that what he might be. I didn't read it though. I mean, if you want to go check it out, you can try probably find it. What Tom Hardy might be, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, Tom Hardy in Star Wars Episode Eight. He is gonna be in it, and he's probably gonna be doing amazing in it. All right. So, moving away from Star Wars, but sticking with, you know, blockbusters, but not really, uh, Supergirl might get canceled because of low ratings. Really? <laughs> but yeah, rumors suggest that CBS is in negotiations to move it to CW. That's crazy, because when it started, it was it was hype as shit. And yeah. then when they did that crossover with The Flash, it brought it even more attention, so yeah. I wonder what happened. I saw everyone was hyped, especially when Martian Manhunter first came on the screen like everybody was talking about oh, that oh yeah and it's like right after that i didn't hear shit about supergirl the only thing i heard was when she was crossing over with the flash so i think that definitely helped the ratings but yeah apparently no one's watching it 
but I guess it would go better within the CW because it would be with you no, know, it could be Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all like in one block. All so. that fucking trash bin of heroes shows. <laughs> they can, uh, they can definitely use her. I, I don't know, but the way that I'm hearing it, it'd probably be better if she was just a supporting character instead of having her own TV show. Yeah, I don't care. I fucking don't. I don't like superhero TV shows, so it's whatever to me. They're all pretty bad. Yeah, they're all really <laughs> they're, terrible. They're inaccurate, but I mean, hey, it, me and my family we watch it together, so. So Mike has a soft spot for. I this. got a soft spot for it, <laughs> but I mean, you, know, you might have more of a soft spot now if they move it to CW, which is where all the other ones are at, which is where it probably should have been in the first place. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, I guess. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, next bit of news: James Bobbin has been confirmed to direct Men in Black Twenty Three. And for those who don't know, James Bobbin directed the Muppets movies, both of them: Muppets Most Wanted and Mo- Mo- the Muppets movie. And also through the Looking Glass coming up. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, there oh, you yeah. go. So. Uh, what do y'all think? Ooh, I hate this just because it's not because of him. It's that the fact that um, what's their names aren't coming back to direct it. The brothers, not the brothers. What are they? Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, they're not brothers at all, are they? No, um, they're just, they're just <laughs> directing duo. <laughs> directing duo. Yeah, I, I get them confused with the Russo brothers a lot of the times. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sad that they're not coming back. I've, I've said it before on the podcast that they're the ones that I feel like make this work along with Channing and. Um, Jonah Hill, like all four of them together is just like a recipe for success and when you take a little piece of that recipe out it kind of just throws everything off so no I'm not excited, Mike um I don't know, I, I gotta I gotta, I gotta, see a trailer or something and then I might have my opinion finally because it, it could go either way it could be really good or it could be really bad I don't know <laughs> everyone always talks it, about it, they're like this is just a really dumb idea yeah, yeah. but I mean I feel like Channing and Jonah Hill are both like they'll play it so meta that they already feed into the fact that it's already a ridiculous idea. So yeah, we know, but whatever, we're still gonna make it and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, honestly, if if they go in with the mentality of just having fun with it, I think the movie will turn out a lot better than what everyone is doubting it to be. So, like I said, I got I gotta see I gotta see more. Yeah, to, let's uh, get a trailer. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the Jump Street movies are like the funniest comedies that I've seen like in the past couple of years because normally when movies are like labeled as comedies I'm like yeah whatever and they're they're just kind of okay but these ones are like the most like solid ones that I think of like off the top of my head that are labeled as uh comedies I thought part 2 was better than part 1 which is rare Yeah so I'm excited but yeah like you said the director's leaving definitely is a hit but I mean people really like the Muppets movies and it'd be interesting to see him t- tackle a subject matter of uh, Men in Black and 20, uh, 21 Jump Street or whatever and how like graphic they are so it'd be kind of cool to see him like take that realm of like not kids and do more mature stuff I want to yeah. s- I want to see Ice Cube's interaction with the little the uh, cockroaches the cockroaches yeah, oh, yeah I, I just think so it'd be good. I think it'd be funny just to see them have at least 10 minutes of screen time and just see what they do Mike was talking about that last time when we mentioned that's, all I, want, that's all I want dude. they're so funny I love them whenever I watch any Men in Black movie I think they are the funniest things speaking of uh, Ice Cube did you hear that uh, who was it I forgot who it was but it they, was Kevin Smith Kevin Smith was it Kevin Smith yeah he wants he wants Ice Cube to play uh, uh, Green Lantern I think it was Kevin Smith I'm pretty sure why I don't know but everyone like has been making fan edits of it and they're amazing <laughs> and they're like they're just, it's so funny the way he looks but I mean like uh, it's cool. I don't, I don't know if I'm opposed to it, but I'm not like for it exactly. So I mean, it'd be funny, funny to see him play uh, Ice, like John Stewart or whatever. Ice Cube's already played an action star in Triple X State of the Union. Oh, and that, yeah. that was already kind of unbelievable because he he bulked up a little bit for the role, but he was still kind of chunky. 
So it was most of his stunts they was doing. It's like I don't think you could really do that. You're kind of <laughs> fit. He's not fit to do. It. But what about um? He ran a block. <laughs> no way. Definitely better than fucking Tyrese. Tyrese oh, posting every yeah. day. Oh, I'm about to get that role, homies. About to get that Green Lantern. I took the oath. Like they they didn't even give you the oath. What the fuck? They <laughs> <laughs> even give him a script. Well, uh, what about uh O'Shea Jackson Jr. Ice Cube son? Do you think he'd be a better fit? No, he's just like another Ice Cube. <laughs> it's like a clone. <laughs> no, I don't think. I mean, physically, yeah, he'd like be that. a better fit. But I don't know. Um, I still Michael B. I would say, still how about um, the guy that played Dr. Dre in um, Straight Outta Compton? So you want him to play it as opposed to O'Shea Jackson? Yeah. That's rude. Uh, you know, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> Either one. I mean, all of them, I think, can handle it. You know what would be kind of cool? Um, fuck, what's his name? The guy from Dope. The main character from Dope. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Nah. Wait, you, did you, you, I wait, didn't you, like Dope. Yeah, that's why. I but I mean, you have to admit that his performance was really well. Uh, no, I don't have to. What if that. they just had like the entire <laughs> cast, more. the entire cast of NWA, just be the Green Lantern Corps? <laughs> oh, that's so great! <laughs> Straight out of Oa. They, oh my god, they're beautiful! Why has no one ever else thought of this? Why their genius. Their construct is a music studio. <laughs> that's it. Okay. And they only fucking fight police. I know the title for this episode. <laughs> Straight out of Oa. Straight out of Oa. It says, fuck the police in their oath. No, fuck Sinestro. <laughs> and Black as Night. And Bright as Day, fuck the police. <laughs> That's the Oa way. <laughs> fuck it. But yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Any of them can play uh, John Stewart or any of them. I don't really care. Fuck it. It's Green Lantern. Who cares? It needs, it needs to be spiced up anyway. Green so, Lantern I mean, Oath is the entire lyrics to fuck the police. <laughs> and that's just it. And they don't ever get to fight anybody because they have to perform that fucking 10 minute song every time. Exactly. <laughs> well, you guys are a mess right now. So let's fucking get away from this. <laughs> You're just mad because this is a good idea. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios head, says that they are committed to doing a Black Widow solo film. Why? Because Wait, Black Widow. wasn't it already confirmed and committed and all that fun stuff? No. He, he keeps on reassuring people. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. Eventually. He won't give an exact date. He's just, he's just like assuring people, eventually it will happen. I think he's just saying that to please the masses. But I think that... I don't think it fits anywhere because I think she does way better. Like, as, like Nate was saying with Tom Hardy, I think she does better as a supporting character. Like with that, with the character of Black Widow. And she's already been in five movies. We've had enough. I mean, but you had enough. After but the audience hasn't had enough. Yeah, I was gonna say after seeing all these movies as a supporting character, do you think she deserves an a, a solo a solo movie, and also maybe a, a better origin story? Because she refers to her origin a lot throughout the movie. So I mean, no one's seen it. Yeah, I mean, she do you de- think it's she, time? Yeah, she deserves it, but I don't think that she should get it because. I feel like if you make a Black Widow standalone movie with Scarlett Johansson, it just becomes uh, Salt. And uh, what's the other one she did? Lucy. That's what it becomes. And no one really likes that kind of those kind of movies. They were kind of Ghost, lackluster. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, well, not because no one had seen that yet. We don't know if it's going to be good or not. But yeah, it'll turn into like a Lucy or like a Salt kind of action film where it's just like, we have a really pretty star and she's the main hero of it and she doesn't really have powers, but she's an action star. So it kind of just becomes like, eh, whatever. Agreed. Yeah, it doesn't have a good storyline. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't think she was ever a big enough character for her to get her own solo stuff anyway. Uh, like, I know she has her own solo run in comics and everything, but I just don't think 
that it would be like the best idea but then again fucking marvel made a movie about ant-man and guardians of the galaxy so they probably can make it work if they wanted it to do it anyway yeah i liked what mike said about the whole not seeing her we haven't seen like really her origin yet they kind of hint to it so mike did bring up a good point that would be a good idea but do you, um, is it too late do you think no i just think that marvel is really trying to get a female-led movie out there because wonder woman's coming out and now, like, they're going to come back at Marvel, like, oh, where's your female-led um, Honestly, movie, Marvel? I would want them to do a Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, they are doing a Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, they're just kind of, like, I guess they're trying to just rush and try to get as much out as possible, I Yeah, guess. they're just cranking things out. But, I mean, I'm not against it, but, I mean, I mean, some movies just shouldn't be made. Uh, but, I, I don't know, I gotta, when we finally get a date of when it's actually going to be released, I guess that's when we can finally get our opinion set in stone yeah they'll make they'll make a date and then they'll cancel it like in humans again <laughs> oh, yeah that would but yeah uh speaking of uh wonder woman her film wrapped filming that was pretty quick huh what do you guys think yeah really was, like last episode we yeah talking about, <laughs> talked about how she was uh <laughs> filming it but yeah she, they finally they wrapped it and they i think it was a couple days ago they finally wrapped filming hmm. on that and it's crazy because like yeah like we just said a couple episodes ago we barely had gotten uh screenshots from the the movie and they're already done filming, so... I, honestly, it makes me a little uneasy knowing that they wrapped it up so soon because it just seems like they're just rushing it and they're just cranking them out just to put something out there to compete. Yeah, I was listening to the Deadpool commentary and they were talking about, like, major movies like this. They usually take around, like, a 60 day, 60 or 70 day shoot. And it seems like this was way less than that. So maybe there's a lot of, like, post stuff, like uh, post yeah, visual. Probably post. a lot of post shit. But, I mean, pretty much all... If it's a Wonder Woman movie, and if they're mainly on the mascara, say they film it in, like, fucking New Zealand or something, and they do, like, 40 days of filming there, and then they go into do, like, uh, past, wherever, because, you know, it's going to be taken in the past, just go to, like, a set somewhere to do past, and they do, like, 30 more days there, then that's, like, uh-huh. you're filming. So maybe it was just that fast of filming that they could have just got it busted out that quickly. Because when they started filming... Yeah, I was say... Like, right after uh, Batman vs Superman filmed, I think think so yeah. yeah so i mean they've been filming for quite a bit but it just seems like so quickly because we had barely gotten like screenshots from like on set to them yeah. now <laughs> i guess yeah it ha- if they were doing late promotion and then cranking it out so and then they crank out the movie this quick that i can understand but i don't know the just hearing it kind of just makes me feel a little uneasy about it so um uh, i don't i don't know what to i don't know what i'm gonna expect going into watching this movie <laughs> hopefully it's good we'll see yeah and gal Gadot, she has the prettiest smile in hollywood right now <laughs> All right, so speaking of more filming, uh, Wolverine 3 has started production, and it has definitely been confirmed for a rated R rating. What y'all think about this? It's going to get that Deadpool money with the R rating. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what the, um, I guess, storyline is going to be? Nope, no one knows. Everyone is rumoring to be uh, Old Man Logan. Yeah, that's probably the only one I can think of um, because of how... Have you read uh, Old Man Logan? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so brutal. It's yeah. amazing, and that's the only thing I can think of when I see when I see Wolverine, and then I see R-rated. That's the first thing I think of is Old Man Logan. But the way that the second Wolverine movie ended, I think it'll be too much of a jump from that to Old Man Logan. So I want to see what else they're gonna do. I want him to die. He probably is gonna die. Probably, <laughs> unless he like comes back, like he wants to come back or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, rated R. People want this. They had been wanting this, and they want to see Wolverine go all out and just fucking. Remember the the Wolverine game and how like 
That, oh. was, that was great. Yeah, yeah. the brutal. The that thing. was so good. I love the lunge. Yeah, like when he when he stabs dude and picks him up in the helicopter blades and lets the blades like <laughs> tear him apart. That was pretty dope. So we're gonna get that in the movie now. Yeah. So yeah, that's the most exciting part is that Wolverine can finally be unleashed and like let him be Wolverine instead of just fucking one scene where he stabs a guy in the fridge from the X-Men 2. I'm not gonna lie, playing that game it actually made me question myself a little bit because I enjoyed that game a little bit too much. <laughs> I was like, is this my sadistic side coming out? Probably. Probably. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I, actually I took a break so I was like, I need to see, is this bloodlust or am I just enjoying the game too much? Oh yeah, alright, well so sticking with X-Men, the new X-Men uh, installment is to be set in the 90s. Yeah, so... Ooh. What y'all think? To that, I say, bullshit, this is going to get canceled because they're going to reboot all this shit and they're going to send it back to Marvel. Have you guys heard the reviews for um, Apocalypse yet? Yeah, that was, about, that was actually the next part of the news. Yeah. But yeah, all right, well, so uh, tying along with this, uh, the new early reviews are in for X-Men Apocalypse and they are not good at all. They're not Ooh. good. I read a horrible review. After we were saying, like, if they're consistently, like, mediocre, <laughs> they're all right, like, they've never put out a bad one and then now... They're saying that this one's, like, worse than The X-Men. Last Stand. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you guys right now, too. Like, do you think it's going to be another, like, X-Men 3 where it just... People it are saying it's worse note? It's worse than Last Stand, but it's not as bad as Wolverine Origins is, like, the main thing that I've been reading into. It has a, yeah, it's a 52% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. Damn. So, yeah, I feel like they're not going to have another movie with the same cast after this. I feel like if this doesn't do well critically... It's not going to make the money it needs, and Fox is going to panic. They're going to send this shit back to Marvel. They're going to crank out some sort of deal. So, yeah, this whole 90s bullshit, I don't believe it for a second. I mean, hearing about it is really cool because, I mean, I remember growing up watching the 90s X-Men cartoons, and, you know, every Saturday morning I would go and get my bowl of cereal, and I'd sit down and I'd watch the X-Men, and it was, I mean, seeing this, I want to see the 90s X-Men team. I want to see a 90s X-Men cast. When I saw... Um, Jubilee in the Apocalypse trailer and I saw her in her 90s getup so I was like okay this is pretty cool and so I don't know I'm 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 for it I just want to know who's gonna like like you said is it gonna if are they gonna pitch it to Marvel and then have Marvel do the 90s X-Men or is it gonna stay where it's at and they try to reboot it and hopefully this will be like their saving grace <laughs> I saw a meme today and it was the from Civil War it's like you stop now and it's like a captain saying I can do this all day but it's, it's Tony's face has Marvel's face on it. It's like give the rights back, and it's Fox <laughs> like I can do this all day. We ain't gonna give the rights back to you. Oh, that's beautiful. They better, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Uh, it was set in the nineties, uh, which is they probably they're trying to get in that like nostalgia factor of like the nineties cartoon, and they want to have that. Maybe they'll have the actual suits for whoever directs it. Is I don't even know if Singer's gonna be doing the same shit. Is he? I don't think I don't think anything's confirmed. I think that Apocalypse right now is his last movie, and I guess if it does well, they'll probably get him back for another one. I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much following the same theme. Like um, First Class was '60s, and Future Past was '70s. Now this one's gonna be '80s. So it's following the same thing that they've been doing. But what I notice is these fucking characters aren't aging. Like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Nate's showing me the meme right now. Um, Michael Fassbender looks like he doesn't <laughs> fucking age. Like, no one has get, is getting older. At what point does Michael Fassbender turn into Ian McKellen? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, never. <laughs> they just stay young forever, then one day, they like, something hits them in the face, they get old. Yeah. I don't know. Even... I don't think they necessarily need to give the rights back to Marvel because, I mean, look at Deadpool and how good that was, and that was just Fox by itself. So all they need to do, really, is just get some, a good director for the one. 
And if they said it in the 90s, people will automatically be drawn to it. And if you put them in their actual costumes, people will definitely be drawn to it. So I think that's all it takes is a good director. It doesn't necessarily always need to be give it back to Marvel. They could just do it their own selves for Fox. Um, yeah, no, I can agree with that. But I think they could. They don't have to necessarily focus on like the 90s because, I mean, watching a lot of this stuff, I kind of think... Um, a lot of nostalgic stuff is coming out and it kind of seems like a cop-out because i mean everyone's too focused on the past and once you see something in the past you're like oh yeah let's this is cool this is cool and then i think everyone's just not ready or want anything to change you know what i mean yeah i don't care whatever (laughs) x-men i don't really care about x-men in general it's always been boring to me but yeah like i said get a director and get us a better film than this because apparently this x-men one is not gonna cut out damn sucks for oscar isaac's so, yeah. All right. Well, so Mike has some news for us. I think it's kind oh. of old news, though. Uh, well, this is something I just found out today. Um, the Predator's getting rebooted, and the director who's uh, directing it directed Iron Man 3. Didn't he already direct that's, it? Yeah, that's been announced like yeah, four I know months been, ago. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, I completely forgot about it, and I just brought it up, and we haven't... Uh, did we talk about it? Breaking no. here, guys. Breaking Shane, here. Shane Black's directing Predator. <laughs> yeah, which, okay. I mean, are you guys going to... You, have you guys watched any of the Predator movies? <laughs> no. Really? No, I well, no. Okay, I watched a couple of them. I didn't watch, like, the whole series, but I did, like, watch one or two movies, and I thought they were pretty good, so I'm actually excited for this to be rebooted. Did he already direct one? No. Oh, yeah, but that was a long time ago. So that yeah, was confirmed before we... Really yeah, no, I know it's not, like, breaking news, but, I mean, it's still something to I bring up. Mike, Mike wanted to talk about I, I want to talk about Breaking like news it. for Mike this week, guys. I, know, I, like, I like Predator. Also, so. did you guys hear Prince died? Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Mike's God like, damn it. <laughs> I hate you guys. Yeah, well, sorry, Mike. Mike, that's old news. Come on. I, mean, I know it's old news, but still. Fuck y'all. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. All right, well, all right. Let's go. Let's go. We Mike, just, it's just a strong showing right now. Let's get into his segment, the loading screen. <laughs> Fuck y'all. He's gonna talk about Nintendo 64 <laughs> games. Oh, this new, this new Nintendo just dropped. Did y'all know if you blow the cartridge, your game can work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I hate all you. All right, let's get into the loading screen. Another fucking loading screen. All right, guys. So. Uh, new stuff that came out this week. Uh, Battlefield One trailer. What did you guys think? I thought it was cool. It's making me excited to play the. Uh, I've always been a Battlefield fan. I just never play it because I'm not much of a shooter fan. But I do prefer Battlefield over Call of Duty. What did you guys think? I prefer Call of Duty over Battlefield, so oh. I don't really fucking care. Fuck you. Yeah, it still looks dope. Um, I'm I'm really interested in the World War One aspect of it. Like I want to see more games like that because I love like the kind of guns where you like you have to shoot it then you have to like recock it and do everything and shoot it again I like that as opposed to like you know machine guns just like you know go s- spray everybody so I'm definitely more interested in stuff like that um, all the cinematics look pretty good um, I don't play COD or Battlefield so I'm kind of neutral on both of them I just can I can appreciate the way this looks it looks a lot better than Infinite Warfare yeah that's not very hard to do because everybody just like <laughs> but yeah uh, it was cool that cool but also kind of like talky then like oh everyone's going in the future we're gonna go to the past and do world war one so i'm like yeah whatever fuck it but i mean just battlefield itself its system is just so huge and there's fucking planes flying everywhere and crashing into you and just all the shit happening so i just imagine it's gonna be fucking tanks everywhere and like people throwing grenades and i'm just like i don't too much chaos for me that's why i don't really care about the battlefield games that much but i know everyone's excited for it so whatever cool for (laughs) y'all Yeah, no, I think that the way that Battlefield setup is, and then with the whole World War II thing, like you said, there's going to be tanks and planes flying everywhere. I think, like, that's the act, like, the most perfect setting and gameplay and style that Battlefield needs and has to do because 
once yeah once i think battlefield i'm thinking of giant fucking just everything going chaotic and you actually having to survive a war so i think this would be a really really good idea and i'm excited for the game to come out really confusing with the title though they're kind of pulling the xbox xbox one with the battlefield one battlefield one yeah people would be like well i I guess i should get battlefield three because (laughs) battlefield one's like (laughs) yeah no that kind of threw me off too so i think like they just Mike's like, oh, you guys, oh, I don't know the new game coming out. I thought it was Battlefield 1, the original one that we were talking about this week. <laughs> Leave Mike alone. I'm we sorry, already went in on him. He took his lumps already. Hey, you guys. <laughs> All right. We'll All right um, moving into other battles, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, Why did you say it now? This should have been the last bit of news. Well, it's the best news this week. I'm going to go. This is my segment. I'm going to go in my order. So I'm going down the list, goddammit. So, Pokemon Sun and Moon trailer, finally out. We see our uh, starters. We see our new legendaries. I know Nate's excited for certain stuff. I'm excited for different stuff. Justin doesn't play Pokemon, but, you know, he grew up watching it. Maybe he has something to say. I'm actually excited for Pokemon Moon, and the starter that I want would be Litten. I know Nate is has a different feeling. Nate yeah. was talking trash about all the starters. All the, all, yeah, first of all, all the starters, they're all pretty trash. None of them look... <laughs> They don't look very good. No one fucking likes the sea lion because it looks like fucking a dumbass sea lion. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Where's and then my fucking Charmander? Litten is fucking looks like Lipard, just a different color set, and Lipard is already stupid itself. And Litten, what the fuck kind of name is that? You guys are really trying to... That sounds like something you y- would name no, something, though. Y'all trying to capitalize on this younger generation by calling it Litten. That's what everyone was saying on... <laughs> on, on, on <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. That's what everyone was saying pretty much on all of the like Twitter and stuff. Is like, oh, Litten's lit, and then people were getting pissed about it. And that was stupid. The Pokemon, the move. <laughs> the move. Oh, what? The move. Oh yeah, the movement, the move. But yeah, uh, Litten's trash. And the only like glimmer of hope here is Rowlet because he's just a fucking ball, an owl with a bow tie, and he's the only one who can do no wrong in this situation. But yeah, so needless to say, I'll be picking Rowlet as my starter because first of all. He's cute as shit, and secondly, he's a dual type. He's the only one who's grass flying, and all the other ones are just fire and water. But with that being said, we still haven't seen the the final evolutions of him, so they they could look cooler. Because I know when Froakie got announced, uh, no one really liked it, but then Greninja, everybody fucking loved. So that'd be cool. But also, yeah, they show in the trailer that customization is back, which is cool because everyone liked customization for Pokemon X and Y, and it's set in uh, Oahu, which is Hawaii. Which was everybody kind of figured already, but yeah, so it's set in Hawaii, which is kind of cool. And um, the, everyone was kind of upset because they were rumored that the starter was gonna be like a, a like a toucan, and then everybody wanted a toucan because it's Hawaii and like that'd be cool. Yeah, enough. but they still could have it. But yeah, I'm excited for it because the Pokemon. Well, they already games. made a toucan kind of Pokemon. What's his name? Uh, the fucking he looks. Like he has like a music note as a head. Oh, chat out now. Nah, he wasn't. Yeah, a, he, he wasn't a. He kind of looks like. Yeah, but I mean, that would be like their closest thing to like to a toucan Pokemon. But yeah, this is my most exciting news for the gaming for me this week. But yeah, I'm really excited for it, and hopefully they'll reveal more stuff soon. But what yeah, what do you think of the legendaries? Oh yeah, the legendaries. Yeah. So uh, for Pokemon Sun, it's like a lion. It's a, like a light lion, <laughs> and then for Moon, it's like a bat who looks like a moon. So I don't know. Yeah, I I think uh, they're gonna uh, introduce a new type in this because they introduced a new type in uh, Oros, which was um, fairy type, or did they introduce X and Y? I think no Oros, whatever. Anyways, I think they're gonna introduce a new type because that line looks like it's a fire type, but also it's like really white. So maybe they'll introduce like light type because they already have dark type. So maybe they'll have like a light fire type. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Moon because I like the way the legendary looks. But like you said, they could bring in some new stuff. They, um they they can actually they can 
honestly do whatever they want with this one. Um, I did not expect Hawaii though when it was first initially announced. Uh, when I thought Sun and Moon, I thought Japanese mythology where they're going to talk about Amaterasu and um, Tsukiyomi and Susanoo and like that whole thing. So I thought they're going to go back to the roots and going back to Japan. But seeing that they're going to Hawaii, I was completely caught off guard on that. And um, so I'm excited to see like. I guess I want to see the, the eclipse, I guess, because when they're doing sun and moon, I'm assuming eclipse is going to happen. So I, I want to see where Pokemon's going from here. Yeah, I, also, I thought it was also going to be like heavily involved with space because in Oras with the Delta episode, it's the girl who does the Rayquaza mission. You go like into space and see like uh, Rayquaza and then like the Oxus and everything. And that'd be yeah. kind of cool if they had like explored more of the space realm on that. That'd be really sick. But yeah, uh, originally I was going to get moon because when they introduced the logos the moon looks cooler but like the the legendary is the line looks way better than the fucking fucking bat but uh yeah it's all you follow the same line usually when you're picking games there's like a like a, someone did a study on it like depending on what games you pick you usually follow that line so like red goes to ruby to like uh x to like uh fucking platinum or whatever yeah or like crystal or whatever but it's like a line that you follow you can look it up but yeah it's pretty cool so i kind of stick within the same realm of like uh, blue version to like, yeah, yeah which is weird because we normally pick the same game yeah. initially so i thought this was interesting that we actually have finally picked a different game from each other so i i'm i'm excited for it i'm coming was it november 18th it was the release yeah date? november 18th i'm super amped for it which is yeah like i said pokemon's like the only game that i play on my ds uh i don't know if it's gonna be exclusive to the new 3ds i think it should be because they can uh have so many more like amazing graphics like in x and y they explored a lot of that and then with oros they like implemented more systems so the graphics look way better but if they keep it new 3ds exclusive that'd be probably a lot better but yeah pokemon sun and moon super hype so you can take it away from there jumps looks like he wants to say something no oh no i'm just kind of oh i've like spaced out for the last two minutes like you guys weren't speaking english to me (laughs) (laughs) sorry no it's all right i know um so battlefront 2 is officially announced uh should be coming out next year um there hasn't been an official release date which uh i was talking to nate about it at work and he brought it up to a point why isn't it called battlefield or a battlefront four since they've already made one two and then they made one again and they're making another two so i don't know what's going on with this i guess battlefront one was a i guess a revamp so but um they said that the maps and everything is supposed to be set on the newer movies so we might see some scenes from episode seven maybe episode eight depending on when eight comes out and then the game comes out uh, we should be seeing some familiar characters, so we might play be playing as Kylo Ren in the future games, or as Poe, or maybe Finn and Rey. So, who who knows what the future holds? That'd but that would be cool. I'm excited to if that were to happen. I'd be very excited for that. Did you say they're making like a new one every fucking? Yeah, time? yeah. No, I was gonna bring that up oh, next. My um, so EA um, uh, made an agreement with LucasArts to come out with a game every year for the next four to five years. So we're going to be seeing new Battlefront games. Hopefully they'll bring back uh, Night of the Old Republic back to consoles or maybe they'll bring back some other games that were from the past or maybe have a whole new thing. So I'm excited to, for what the future is going to bring to us. I'm really, I've always enjoyed all the Star Wars games uh, growing up. So Okay, no, I'm sorry. You look like you're going to say something. Um, oh, well, I could... If you want, uh, I just know that a lot of people were pissed at um, it's Battlefront, right? Yeah, a uh, lot people were pissed that they had to like get a bunch of DLC to like fully enjoy the game. I know Jeremy Johns on YouTube; he was definitely like 
boycotting the game because he refused to buy all that DLC. Yeah. So I'm surprised they're making a game every year. I would just assume that they'd keep coming out with more DLC just to keep adding on to it. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, that's every game that's been coming out. Like, with um, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, like, a lot of games that have been... Or even Fallout. A lot of games that are now coming out, they you have to get that and then to fully enjoy the game, you have to spend another $50 to get a season pass to get the skins, the add-ons, the extra game content that should have initially came with the game. So every when you think about it, every game you buy is an unfinished game. Yeah, they're giving you like 50% of the game and like, oh, if you want to complete the whole game, get this uh, DLC for it. Yeah, and which, I mean, they've been doing that since 360. So it's really nothing new. I think people are just now realizing it. Yeah. That's whatever, but yeah, I know the battle Battlefront had kind of mixed reviews already when it first came out. So hopefully they fix some of the issues that everyone was already having, and maybe you know John Boyega's words got into uh, EA's heads, and maybe they'll make a, a campaign version for it because that'd be kind of cool to have a campaign for Battlefront. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty cool. Uh, I don't remember there being a campaign in the other ones. No, there uh, wasn't. But I know, yeah, like I said, you just play against AIs, and yeah. that was it. John Boyega was saying though, he was like, "Oh, I really, you know, you guys, if you made like a campaign for it, I wouldn't be opposed to it." With the main character named Finn. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, maybe like some, you know, you think you're like about Finn or something. <laughs> but yeah, like they, he tweeted that out, and then EA tweeted back at him, and they were like, I think they had like a discussion set up or something. They had a meeting, so maybe they worked some issues out or like some figure some stuff out with that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but moving along, uh, so you heard me and Nate uh, mention the Overwatch beta. Uh, what did you think when you played it? Like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. It's very Team Fort, uh, Team Fortress. God damn it, Team Fortress, uh, TF2, all that stuff, and it's very Blizzard. But uh, I liked it because it was, it was you know shooter, and I haven't played a shooter in a really long time. Uh, well, depending on how you play it, but uh, a lot of the powers that they have in it is really cool, and it takes a while to get used to each character. There's a lot of fucking characters, which is nice. And um, I like playing as Tracer because she moves the fastest. That's my only complaint, really, is that a lot of the characters move really fucking slow. But like I said, that's not a run-and-shoot game. It's more of an objective-based game. And when it comes out, you're going to see a lot of people who like it because it's objective, and then there's a lot of people who won't like it because it's not like a Call of Duty or Battlefield where it's very shooter-heavy. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot better than Battleborn, I heard, which is whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, and when I played of it, it was cool. But like I said, if I had internet, I'd pick it up. But I don't have internet, so I'm not going to pick it up. Uh, yeah, playing it, I thought it was very, very team-oriented. Like, there's a lot of shooters that I've been playing recently. Um, everyone just likes to go lone wolf. Everyone likes to show off and be like, oh, I carry the team. They want to take full credit for every win. Um, but seeing with this, it's completely different. So if you're used to being lone wolf, this game is going to be a completely different pace for you. Um, like, I'm used to playing team heavy games like i play league of legends i play smite i play a lot of games that involve team effort and like you all have to come up with creativity and the thing is like with all the different characters everyone like has to know their role and everyone and playing against other teams you're gonna see a lot of different strategies you're gonna see a lot of different styles of gameplay which i like because you get to see um the unique the uniqueness of a different gamer and seeing how everyone plays off of each other and you can see a lot of chemistry because I was playing with uh, a bunch of randoms and once they realized like you can't go off and do your own thing like if we see someone going off and trying to be the hero like we'll send them a message like yo get in formation quit fucking around like this is what you need to do in order for us to get the win if you want to get the L go ahead and keep doing your thing and then once um I started playing with a team that once we started familiar familiarizing ourselves with each other, we were just 
cranking out W's left and right. So I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun if uh, if you have like friends playing with you. But if you don't have friends playing with you, I see this game getting really old really fast because, like you said, it's a team-based game. It's a lot harder to work as a team if you don't know the people. So it's a lot more fun when you have friends and stuff. That would be the only other reason why I wouldn't buy the game because if I don't have friends playing with me, I'm not going to play the fucking game. Yeah, and... Uh, also playing the beta, the game kind of did get a little repetitive after playing four to five games. I was like, okay, I need to play something else, give this a break, and I'll come back to it later. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of game modes they have, because mainly all it was was just Protect like, defend, the yeah, protecting and then defend. Uh, it's like hardpoint. So uh, maybe they'll introduce more uh, game modes in it, which I'm yeah. sure they will, because this is just the beta. But yeah, what I played of it, it was cool, and I like the system, like the pre-game lobby, how you can pick your character, and then like at the end of the game, you can vote on who had like the better highlight, like so this person had the most kills, this person healed the most, this person did the most damage, and you like, yeah. you can vote on stuff and get extra stuff, and like all the skins you can get for everything. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was our little brief Overwatch review. Um, like, I, like we said, the, the game looks good. Uh, just play with friends. If you play with a bunch of random people, you better hope that everyone is on the same page really quick. Um, but moving on... No, oh, excuse me. Uh, Doom is coming out this week finally. Uh, I heard it was going to come out on Friday the 13th. Uh, I think that's when I last checked, that's what I saw. So I'm going to be picking that up. I was excited for it. A lot of people I talked to about it said that it's just another Halo. I don't give a shit. The game looks dope. <laughs> I saw the campaign. I was looking at gameplay and like some leaked footage. I'm excited. For, I'm more excited for that than I am multiplayer. So it's definitely bringing back the whole running gun feel. It's not as scary as Doom 3 was. And I was a little skeptical about it, but after seeing like the final release and seeing how it's gonna be, I I'm on board with it. Um, I don't care what anyone else says. I might, I don't care if I'm the only one playing it. Uh, I asked a lot of my friends if they're picking it up. They gave me a hell no, and I said, "Well, fuck y'all, y'all ugly." <laughs> Will there be a BFG? Yes. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I'll watch you play. I like it. <laughs> I won't play, but I'll watch you play. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm gonna do. I just saw uh, Marshall Lynch play it on Conan. <laughs> I know he did it a while ago, I think, but yeah, like, Marshawn Lynch was playing it on Conan. Really? And it just, like, oh, yeah, that's what he was doing. Like, it looked pretty cool. I love Conan's fucking reviews when he plays with someone. <laughs> They're just, like, so crazy, but especially with Marshawn, he's so funny, Marshawn Lynch. Wasn't he playing, uh, uh, Gronkowski on Mortal Kombat? Yeah, oh, I think I he I think he played Marshawn Lynch on that one, too. Yeah. Like, he might have Gronkowski, too. Yeah, oh, man, it was, that one was fucking great. That's just too funny, but yeah, like, from what I saw from that, it looked pretty cool, but I mean... Uh, I probably wouldn't pick it up just because it's not my cup of tea. But, I mean, I'll play it if you have it. So, if you buy it, I'll play it. Yeah, we'll probably just have to do a bomb-ass playthrough. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, the little quick news on that. And then if anyone who plays Night of the Old Republic... Uh, well, actually, it's just called The Old Republic now, which is uh, an MMO uh, Star Wars game. Uh, there is a new expansion coming out called Mandalore's Revenge, which looks fucking dope because I like the Mandalorians. I think Nate likes the Mandalorians. I don't even know if Justin knows who the Mandalorians are. The what? Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, know. The fucking the what's the chick in the pink Sabine. name? What Sabine is? Oh, Sabine Dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sabine Dip. She's a Mandalorian because of the armor, the logo, and everything. They're gonna be coming out, so you're gonna see a hell of a lot more Mandalorian armor, a hell of a lot more backstory on that, and you are gonna. It's it, from what I look like, it's gonna look like it's gonna be an all-out war, which looks fucking dope. I personally do not play it, but I think I might start playing it now after seeing this because, like I said, I do enjoy the Mandalorians. So, um, with that, that's our little bit of gaming news for this week, and this will conclude the loading screen. So, where? Yeah, I'll take oh, it back. Yes, yeah, so I'll take it back me. over, Nate.
Take it back over. Alrighty, so yeah, normally we'd have some comics news for you, but I don't really think there was any comic news, really any. Was uh, there? Batman Fifty Two came out today. Oh yeah, which is which is not the the last issue for Capullo and Snyder. That was Fifty One. Uh, Fifty Two has uh, James Tynan, I believe, on it. Yeah, it's segue. It's segueing its way to Rebirth because I was reading through it on the last page. It says Batman's story will continue in Batman's Rebirth, so he's keeping his suit. He's keep the keeping the team, um, and Batman is back. 100 percent uh you just see him throughout the issue and the last issue he's getting all of his memory back all of his skill back he's re- now like familiarizing himself with gotham again and he looks like he's ready to kick some ass again i need to, yeah i have stopped reading after issue i believe like 45 i want to say so i need to pick up the last volume on trade or just pick up single issues i need to get into it and like i missed the entire bloom storyline so, I mean, I heard it was pretty, like, okay for what it was, so I gotta check that out. Yeah, he seemed like he was a new villain that was introduced that had quite a lot of potential. They did a lot of crazy shit with him. That I can see why people had, like, mixed reviews about him, because he was all over the place. But he, I, I, I liked him. I want to see more of him. Yeah, I definitely gotta check that out. But, uh, yeah, and Free Comic Book Day was last week, like we just said. So, hopefully you got your, like, Civil War introductions and the new Captain America. <sighs> I had so. to give mine away to a kid. I just... I had one in my hand. It was the last coffee. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go throw this in my box. I'll pick it up later. And then some little kid saw me happy. He's like, hey, can I have that? And his mom was with him. I was like... You should have said no. But like, nah. What the fuck? Here, no. Because I had my uniform uh, on. And I was <laughs> like, sucks. oh, here you go. His mom probably wanted it. She probably made her kid go ask you for it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, twisting my arm here. Here you go, kid. I was a little... I got, a, I, I got to read a couple of pages from it. So... Uh, what if that kid comes back like in the future he's like he comes back to you he's like oh because you got me that comic that was my first comic bro he's like a famous comic artist yeah and i want to give you a million dollars now mike oh i will i'm gonna accept it and i'm like you know i was talking a lot of shit about (laughs) you back in the day it was even on a podcast (laughs) it was talking shit and here's a link to my soundcloud bill (laughs) you a real one all right stay up man Yeah, so that's uh, pretty much it for the comic news. So let's get into the next segment, which is Let Them Fight. Psych, I lie. There ain't no fighting today. We're actually going to do something a little different. Uh, we gotta, we're kind of taking a little break from the fighting. Maybe we'll start again next week, maybe a week after that. We don't know. But just to break up the monotony of that a little bit and also to let uh, Justin recover from receiving his big fat L uh, last week. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. So <laughs> Uh, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to do a top list. So we're going to do a top three list. And this week's topic is top three DC or Marvel animated films. But uh, yeah, you know, Marvel doesn't really kill it on the animated game. So we're probably going to do more DC animated films. So this is our top three DC animated films. So we're going to start it off by going for number three. So we're going to go around circle and we're gonna each going to give our number three. So, I'll start it off with my number three, which is Crisis on Two Earths. So, did you guys watch Crisis on Two Earths? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I heard to stay away from it. What? What, what was yeah. that? Fuck that guy! Yeah, I can't... I was at the comic book store when I was working and we were talking about it. And someone was like, yeah, stay away from that movie. It's not one of their greatest ones. It seems like it's no, one it's of those movies lie. you can live without watching. And I was like, oh, all right, fuck it, whatever. He's alive. Yeah, well, I'll I've been bring it over. We'll yeah, I didn't it. have a... So, after hearing like that, I didn't have a desire to watch it. So, it kind of... I like if I knew or if I was gonna watch it, I'd already have a bad taste in my mouth. So I just yeah, liked it. But yeah, it's just it's uh, from Earth One and Earth uh, Two, I believe, or Earth Three or whatever. But yeah, it has Owlman in it, and James Woods plays an amazing Owl Man, and he just shows like how like Batman could be in an alternate universe if he gave up hope and was just kind of like fuck the world because it's better off the way that I want it in my image. 
and yeah he's pretty cool and then uh ultraman which is the alternate version of superman and he's like a fucking like brooklyn thug and he's just like has he, power he fucking slaps the president i think <laughs> he gives like a little bitch slap and then like he fucking loses a tooth it was so great yeah it's pretty cool though because like it shows uh earth one superman and justice league go into this earth two and how everything's like flipped upside down like uh lex is a good guy and uh jimmy olsen's buff and stuff <laughs> And yeah, it's really cool. So if you want to watch it, check it out. It's just, it's very cool to see like the different world, uh, Batman. And this was like my favorite DC animated film before uh, I watched the my next two that I'm going to show you guys or tell you guys about. But yeah, this was uh, definitely one of my favorites when it first came out, and it's really it's still one of the better DC movies. So that's my number three. So Justin, what's your number three? I'm going to go ahead and go with also like an older movie. Uh, it's going to be Public Enemies. Have you are you guys familiar with this one? Yeah, I've seen it one time. Uh, I think I've seen it. I don't honestly don't I'll, remember. I'll say what it's about. You might remember it. This is pretty much like the one of the few movies where it shows Batman and Superman where they're actually friends. And like Superman and Batman, they'll say it in the movie like, oh, you're my fucking best friend. They don't say that exactly. <laughs> but like, like they're helping each other out and they're pretty much like tag teaming it, taking on so many villains. There's this one scene where they're taking on, I think it's like 50 villains. And it's a super cool fight scene. It also shows Alfred kind of being a badass towards the beginning and i just i love the whole um thing what's the kid's name at the end that builds the whole the big ass robot do you know what his name is i forgot but yeah there's this really smart kid where he builds a robot and he he's making fun of uh, power girls like boobs and oh, it's just yeah. it's all amazing so yeah i wanted to give some love to especially the older movies because a lot of those older dc anime movies they were really good so yeah, yeah. It, so yeah it's public enemies and it's based off like the comic one of batman and superman when they were together and it's really funny to see because and in, in the comics they were like really buff for some reason yeah <laughs> and in this movie they're really buff too yeah it's so, like superman's super buff and batman's super buff too and uh lex Luthor too i think he's like really buff so like, every guy has like a 12 pack and <laughs> yeah, biceps on biceps yeah it's like fucking the way deadpool was drawn back in the day like super fucking buff oh yeah. it's really funny but yeah uh i remember seeing it once the one time i saw it and i did like it because I went on, like, on an old, like, DC animated binge, and uh-huh. that was one of the ones I watched, and I was like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. I think it even has a, c- a scene where, like, they both drop down to a place, and, like, Superman flies down, and Batman uses his little rope, and Superman's like, I could have carried you. Oh, yeah. He's like, I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> it's so great. I love their dynamic together, and I just, I love it when they're friends, because, like, a lot of people see them as, like, them fighting all the time and i just i I see it they should be friends and at the end of the day like they do care about each other like yeah it's like batman's willing to take out superman like whenever necessary but they i feel like they should be friends at the end of the day yeah they kind of have like that sibling rivalry with each other yeah i can see that yeah all right so mike i'm gonna pass it to you what's your number three uh my number three i'm gonna have to give it to flashpoint um so i know i between you two, I know there was some mixed reviews. So um, good. So trash. Yeah. Fuck you. I thought I liked it. Um, you thought you liked it? So you don't no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I like it. I, I mean, um, I thought it was really good. Uh, I When I was watching it, I saw, like, they kind of hit a lot of different aspects of the in the Flashpoint uh, series where you saw Martha as the Joker, which I thought was really cool. And then you see, you know, uh, Thomas Wayne as Batman, which is honestly one of my favorite versions of Batman because... Uh, you'll know why later on uh, in my list um, and then seeing the I, I it gave me a new respect for Flash uh, F, Flash was never really one of my favorite uh, superheroes and then after watching this and seeing him in a different light and then reading uh, after watching the movie I went and I read the Flashpoint series again and 
uh, it gave me a new respect for him, and it's a new hero that I now like. And um, yeah, the movie overall overall was the setting, the theme, uh, how dark it was, and just uh, way how things played out. I thought it was great. Yeah, all the action is amazing, especially the boat scene where like it's the At- Atlanteans fighting like Lex Luthor and his crew. There's so many different characters in that fight, and they're all like chopping heads off. You see the blood. And then the fight at the end with Wonder Woman's crew and Aquaman's crew, all that's amazing. And yeah, I agree with you. I like that they are using the Flash, and they're they're brave enough to actually have a movie not only spar- only starring Batman. They all like the main character pretty much is the Flash. So I really like that. Nate, what did you think about this? Uh, yeah, uh, I really I didn't like the animation as much. That's one uh, one of the main things I didn't like. And this was kind of like the start of the new DC animated films which kind of fell off from what they used to be. That's why I, I didn't like it. But what I did like about it was the alternate uh, universe, Aquaman. He was a badass. Just him being, like, just a fucking thug and he just, like, fight Wonder Woman and how, yeah. like, they were in love and stuff. That was my favorite part of it. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, I was like, yeah, whatever. Ooh, I think it also, this one had Michael B. Jordan. With his one fucking line. He says, cyborg. He jumps down and says, smart. That's it. <laughs> that Best cyborg smart, ever. Right? Fucking, I was, what a waste of Michael B. So sad. But I yeah, love it. so that's uh, that was your number three. That was my number three. So I'm pass. gonna take it back to take me. Back. We're going round robin. Uh, going number two. My number two DC animated film is uh, Under the Red Hood. Batman Under the Red Hood. Was that anybody else's number? Uh, that's one of my numbers, but oh, okay. that's a different. Oh, that's a different number. All right, well, that was my number two. So well, uh, should we talk about it or should we read talk about it? Then? Uh, well, you can talk about, we can it, talk about it. Just yeah, just okay. say your right, opinion well, then, then. Yeah. So Under the Red Hood. This was. Does right like one of the the last movies they did before they got into the new uh, DC animated, which is pretty much trash now. Uh, but this is always regarded super highly as one of the best because it shows uh, the story between Batman and Robin, and when he loses his Robin, which is uh, Jason Todd, and it's very like dramatic and shows you like what could happen after Batman loses someone so close to him, and if that person were to come back to life, and how pissed off they'd be that they their death was not avenged. So it was cool to see that. That was like one of the first times that that storyline was introduced to me because that, I watched that before I started reading comics and like who I knew Jason Todd was and like all this history behind him so it was cool to see it like brought on the screen and that's why I really liked it what do you think about this one yeah definitely the best story I think out of all the DC anime movies I think this is a story that I like the most um, especially the ending part was so emotional with Jason Todd and how he really wanted Batman to like kill the fucking joker for everything that the joker did to him he just he wanted batman to feel what he felt um so yeah all that was super emotional Uh, i guess i guess not on my top three list uh because i i didn't like the action as much as i'm not saying it was bad i'm just saying i didn't like it as much as some of these other movies that i'm watching so that's the only reason i think i'll put this at my number four it'll be like right under public enemies for me no excuse me again um I thought, like I said, it's a higher rank on my list, but watching it, definitely, definitely an emotional roller coaster. Um, I did like the action, I did like the animation, um, and it did kind of introduce me into, uh, this is when I started getting back into reading comic books, and this is um, what kind of got me into reading Red Hood and the Outlaws, and it kind of inspired me to pursue like more of a knowledge between the different robins and getting more of a backstory and then after um seeing the story and reading the story of who jason todd is and who the red hood is 
it definitely bumped him up to being one of my all-time favorite vigilantes uh, in comic book history. Uh, I think he's... Honestly, I think he was personally the best Robin, but I'm going to get more into that once I get to my ranking, so I'm going to <laughs> yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, uh, I think also uh, it was like the first time you got to see someone else play Joker besides Mark Hamill, and John DiMaggio took it on. And the more you watch it, the more it kind of grows on you, and he had like the best line, which is <laughs> after he kills the guards, and he's like, I'm going to need some guys. So these ones are kind of dead. dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That like, not a lot of people bring him up when they have like their top jokers. Mm-hmm. Like he's really underrated, but I think he deserves like a spot up there. Yeah, he did. He definitely took the role of the Joker and put it into a different uh, spot. And yeah, so that's my number two. So Justin, what was your number two? So we this movie we already talked about. My number two is Flashpoint. So I already gave a lot of my opinions on it. I just got to say that I really commend them for telling an Elseworlds kind of story like telling different versions of characters that's a really brave thing to do because not a lot of people will get it they'll be like well why does Batman have a gun I don't get that I don't like this so I I really like it when they tell like other versions of characters so I'm a really big fan of that and just mostly this is like if it weren't for the action like the action's what really brought this up to number two for me Um, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite story out of all of them but definitely the best action out of all the movies that I've seen Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's what it was for you then, was just the action? Yeah, it's the thing that put it into the top three. If it didn't have the action, it will probably be more around, like, number five for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so we already talked about that, but, yeah, that's. I was just wanted to know why it wasn't number two for you, and you said it was the action, so that's cool. Action. So, Mike, what was your number two? Uh, my number two will actually be Assault on Arkham. Oh, yeah. Uh, seeing the Suicide Squad getting their own animated movie and seeing how I just liked the animation and how, like, dark it was i thought it was really really cool um i you know seeing an all villain movie i thought was different and like i said just the i enjoy the suicide squad uh harley was actually really uh was great in this movie seeing uh how they work together and seeing how um there was more going on within the mission and how like everything played out was really really great the story was amazing animation the action everything about it was just all around a good movie yeah i really liked it that was actually my number three until i remembered about crisis on two earths but yeah that was one of my favorite newer dc animated movies because like i said before the newer dc animated movies are kind of lackluster but this was one of the first ones that took a new approach to characters and it took a new uh, storyline they're like oh we're not gonna do any more heroes we're gonna do some villains for once and they did the suicide squad and the the members of the Suicide Squad that they picked were pretty similar to the movie coming out, so I think that had a lot to do with... So that success of that movie had a lot to do with the new Suicide Squad movie coming out and how kind of well-received this one was, and it just had a lot of humor in it and a lot of violence, and uh, that's, I, that's what I really liked about it was that it just was so different because it had the villains, and it was very humorous, and Harley on this was fucking funny as shit, and Joker, when he, he calls... Who does he call? He calls uh, Black Spider Denzel. <laughs> he calls him Denzel. I'm like, racist-ass... <laughs> Joker. <laughs> oh, he was, yeah, he was super crazy. And that's, that's why I liked him. But, uh, yeah. So what do you think about it, Justin? Yeah, I really liked this one. And it was... You know, back then, like, su- I guess Suicide Squad wasn't as popular as it is now. So they kind of had to release it under the Arkham name. Because Arkham, the Arkham games are what was hot at the time. Yeah. But, like, if you were to release this movie, like, right now, they would go ahead and just call it Suicide Squad, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely liked all the humor in it. Like, this is probably one of the funniest movies out of all of them, I would say, for me. 
and the action was cool. I really liked the Batman in this. I liked how his eyes were kind of like, it wasn't like all completely whited out. His eyes looked kind of milky. It was just kind of a cool effect for me. Um, but yeah, unfortunately not in my top three, but still I can recognize that it was really good. Another thing that they touched up on in the movie, which I also appreciate, is they gave a subtle backstory to each character. Like when they went to Arkham, Harley's like, oh yeah, I used to work here and blah 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 and then when they talked about Deadshot I was like yeah you know he, he talks about his daughter a little bit Captain Boomerang kind of said his thing and um, I just liked how they didn't touch they didn't spend too much time telling backstories which, yeah. which helped move the, st- the movie forward in the story it's also one of the first like one of the first times we see Troy Baker kind of doing his Mark Hamill impression of the Joker yeah. and he does it pretty spot on like yeah, you can yeah. tell like if you really pay attention you can tell okay that's not Mark Hamill but you really have to be paying attention yeah he's really good but yeah so if you really are when you're when you go see Suicide Squad if you kind of want to get a better backstory on the Suicide Squad I would recommend watching this Assault on Arkham because it gives you pretty much everyone who's going to be in the movie and it gives you a short like summary like Mike said of who the characters are and that was really cool so that was your number two yeah that was my number two cool Alrighty, so then this is my number one, and I think it's Justin's number one as well. Yes, it is. It's uh, The Dark Knight Returns 1 and 2, because there were two movies. But yeah, The Dark Knight Returns, by far my number one pick. And I remember when I first saw it, and uh, uh, Justin had brought it over, I was looking at it, and I wasn't really familiar with the Frank Miller storyline at this point. But I saw it, and I was like, why is the Bat symbol so fat? And why is Batman so fat in this? Why does Batman have a mustache? (laughs) Yeah, it was super weird, but like... After watching it a couple times and then seeing the second one, I grew to like it more. And I was like, you know, this is my favorite take on Batman because he's like, he's so big, but he's so fast and agile. And his fat bat looks so cool now as opposed to the skinny bat. I could just see him doing something badass and be like, yeah, I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> but yeah, it's for me, it was my favorite because, uh, like I said, it was such a different take on Batman. But it's also very, like, gritty and dark, like the darkest you could possibly get with an animated film. And the Killing Joke's coming out, so it's probably going to be a lot more dark than that. But this, by far, is the darkest uh, DC animated film, and that's why I really liked it because it explored that whole like darkness of it, and then showing, especially when the Joker comes in and how like crazy that is. And at the, the t- tunnel of love scene, that was like still like the craziest scene <laughs> I've Joke, seen. He's such DC. a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Joker just marksman just shooting everybody at the carnival. That was great. But yeah, that was that's the reason why I liked it, just because it showed like different take. And plus, Carrie Kelly is a badass, and so that was cool for me. Justin, why was it your number one? Um, so I'll first put it out there. If you guys are going to pick this up, definitely pick up the deluxe version because it puts them both together as one seamless movie. So you'll get a two-hour and, two and ten-minute movie, which is pretty much like the same runtime as a live-action movie. So if you're going to go out and see Batman or go buy Batman vs. Superman, stop right there <laughs> and go pick this up instead. This is you'll, You definitely won't regret it. The real Batman vs. Superman. It, it kind oh, of okay, is. I forgot he did. That, that's, that's another reason why, because this was my favorite Superman, too. Yeah, and like his big ass curl and his yeah, hair. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Buff with the curl, that was sick. Yeah, I love every single fight scene in this movie. And everyone says when they talk about their definitive Batman, everyone's always going to say um, Mark, or not Mark Hamill, sorry, Kevin Conroy in the Batman the Animated Series. And for me, it's kind of there, but really for me, the definitive Batman in my head is this Batman right here. Like, if I'm going to think of a Batman quote, I'm always going to quote this movie every single time. And I really, like, this isn't my number one Joker, but this is definitely, he ranks up there. He's probably my number two favorite Joker of all time. And yeah, I, I love the fight scene at the end with Batman and Superman. Um, way better than Batman, the, what's it called? BBS. Um, so, like, everything they did there. And yeah, it was probably the last good movie that Jay Oliva did 
to be honest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, no, uh, I pretty much whatever you guys say whatever you you guys kind of just took the words out of my mouth the movie was great it was uh seeing old fat batman and old fat superman was great the joker was amazing like all the voice acting the action the storyline everything about it was amazing i can honestly i can agree with you guys on why it would be your number ones it would be my number one had they not made uh the red hood movie but you know, since they did, I have a different number one. But had they, honestly, if they didn't make it, then this I would be right here with you guys. Yeah, and like I said, the Superman, that's probably one of the coolest takes on Superman. And the one-armed Green Arrow. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was my favorite take on Superman, though, being kind of like a weapon of the government and him just obeying what the government says and, like, him being able to save America, like, when they sh- launch the rockets at us and he takes it into space and it explodes on him, which they touched on in Batman vs. Superman. But, yeah, when he, like, it's all radiated and he comes down and he sucks the life out of the flowers that's like one of the coolest scenes i've ever seen like, oh animated. yeah yeah they did the same thing with um dr manhattan and watchmen too oh, like the yeah. government kind of using him that's like I, I got that kind of feel when watching it yeah that's it that's why i liked it too just because it's so like so many dark takes on it and makes it more like realistic on batman and superman in general and just showing like kind of in the future when batman's old what's he going to be doing oh he's still going to be batman he's still going to have to save Gotham because Gotham is so like helpless without him and just how important he is and just the legacy he leaves behind with the sons of the Batman and just shows you like how important his role is to Gotham and how important Bruce Wayne is and Batman and all that stuff but yeah that's why it was my number one any more thoughts on that one mm-hmm. I think you said it all yeah. cool all right well to Mike he already spoiled it for himself <laughs> yeah. number one good into it Mike yeah I'm gonna get in my number one so my number one uh DC animated movie is, is gonna be Under the Red Hood watching this movie it I connected it. I connected to the movie on a very emotional way. Uh, seeing Robin dying and then seeing him not being avenged, and then you get a little bit more because you you know they bring him back with the Lazarus Pit. And then you see what he goes through, and then him dying, coming back, basically controlling Gotham in one night, and then you see him go head to head with Batman. You see him pull out all these tricks, and you see Batman in a different light where you look at him like damn batman you fucked up like how how are you gonna let robin die and not avenge him and then the action the animation the storyline in general i thought it was great um but at the very end is where i connected the most to the story because when batman explains why he doesn't kill saying you know if i do it i'm just like them and i most likely won't stop hearing him say that like it was such a huge impact and seeing why Jason wasn't avenged um, was crazy. But when he told Batman, like, I'll do what you're afraid to do, you you kind of agree with him in a little bit. And this is what kind of got me into the whole, like, vigilante um, thing where it when I read a comic book, this is what I want to see in a comic book. This is what I see, uh, what I want to see in a superhero um, that makes me sound a little sadistic saying it out loud um but anyways uh and then at the end you know where the joker actually almost got what he was the only one who got what he wanted he almost killed red hood and batman at the same time i'm the only one who's gonna get what he wants tonight see yeah that line was perfect and it was just crazy and then in the beginning seeing jason todd getting his tied up and getting hit with the crowbar and then getting blown up and just seeing all that and then seeing batman just spiral down emotionally because like (laughs) nate said before he lost someone who was close to him and he really did try, you know, anything he could to avenge him. But, like, the whole storyline was just amazing. 
Mike Mike was on this kick where he really liked Jason Todd for a while. Like he still does, but he like really liked Jason Todd. Oh, I, so I would do things like, or I would tag him on Instagram of Jason Todd getting beat up by a crowbar oh, just yeah, for no I, reason. I just tag him pictures of crowbars. <laughs> Put me in, he's a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was one of the movies. I honestly, I watched back to back like four or five times in a row. I, I, I enjoyed Todd it. Jason is pretty trash, though. He did, he did deserve to die. <laughs> he didn't deserve to die. They America, voted yeah, um, no. They voted to no, no, kill no, no. him. No, no, no. Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what the rumor was. So, yeah, he was voted to die by America, but the reason why that uh, America voted for him to die is because they didn't think DC would do it. But he's also trash. They called him. They pretty, were pretty much calling him out on it. Like, even, there was even uh, another guy who would call from different phones with different aliases to vote for uh, Jason Todd to die because they really thought DC wouldn't do it. Yeah. So DC did it. Well, he deserved it, though. He didn't. But that's a conversation for another time. Maybe next week when we fight again. Uh, I oh, guys, one more thing about the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah go ahead. Uh, like I said how, um, um, what's his name, John DiMaggio was underrated as this performance as Joker. I thought that Bruce Greenwood that played Batman in this movie, he's also very underrated in his performance. I thought he did probably like my number two favorite Batman voice. Um, He also did the same voice in Young Justice also. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, yeah, the voice actors in this one were very underrated. Yeah, anybody who plays Batman pretty much gets overshadowed by Kevin Conroy. It's so hard to break that mold, but yeah, he definitely did it really well. Well, yeah, he set the bar pretty high. But Jason O'Mara, fuck him. He's the one that does the new Batman and all the New New 52 movies. Sucks. Yeah, and also Peter Weller was the guy who played... uh, from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. He was good too. So th- those are like the top three. <laughs> also, Michael Ironside. Do you know who that is? Yeah. He plays Splinter Cell in the Splinter Cell games. Oh, yeah. Um, he played, he did the Frank Miller version, not in the movie, but if you remember Batman the Animated Series, oh, they yeah. did an episode paying homage to the Dark Knight Returns, and Michael Ironside did the voice for that Batman, and that one was really good too. Yeah, I can see him playing it. I, I haven't seen that episode, um, but I can just imagine it, because playing the Splinter Cell games, it, he's very Batman in the game, so... <laughs> Yeah, super sick. But yeah, that is our top three list. And this week it was top three animated DC films. But yeah, next week we'll be back maybe with a fight again, maybe with a list. We'll see how it goes. If you guys like the lists, let us know. If you like the fights better, let us know so we know better what to give you guys. But we just kind of wanted to change it up a little bit for this week. So yeah, that was our top list. So yeah, as always, we are boys with their toys. And this is episode eight, or it has been episode eight. And, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook at Boys With Their Toys. We post our toy photography. We also give you updates on when we're going to be uploading. And also, we show you who we featured, like, for the feature photographer for that week. We do a bunch of cool stuff. And also, just to let you guys know, we're at 400 right now followers on Instagram. And once we get to 500 followers, we're going to be doing a giveaway We're not quite sure what we're going to give away yet, but once we get to 500 followers on Instagram, we will definitely be doing a giveaway. So if you're not following us, go follow us on Instagram at boyswiththeirtoys. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at NateTheHuman. And if you'd like to follow this man to my left, Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at kitpool6969. Or like I always say, if you guys ever want to play a game on Xbox Live, hit me up at BXADragon. And to my left... Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Just Chubs. And Nate was talking about giving stuff away. I also want to just to mention that 
um, on our YouTube channel, Boys With Their Toys. You guys go subscribe there. Every time I get a movie, I'm going to do an unboxing and I'm going to be giving away the movie code in that video. So if you want to be the first one to snag that code, you guys want to you guys are going to want to subscribe. So that way you're the first to get it. Um, I recently, the last one I put out was for the Deadpool Steelbook. I gave out the code on that one. So yeah, just make sure you guys are looking out for that. Yep, and as always, we are boys with their toys, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Bye! Bye. Bye!